A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit whalenbaymarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, nitro, sun tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Good morning and welcome to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Favors, sitting with Jeff Logan, with Captain Kirk Waltz, Chris Swain spinning the hits, and I can already tell you that it's going to be one of those shows. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, hey, this is pretty cool. This thing actually keeps my glasses straight. Uh, they have yeah. my headset on. Yeah, we, we've got to just wear that. <laughs> we got Kirk just just wear that yeah, around we got some problems in the studio today. <laughs> issues. We, just got, we got issues. Issues, man. Uh-huh. Uh, Drama in real life. First and foremost, roll up in here, and thank you very much, Chris, by the way, for mm-hmm. uh, helping me with the new, new commercial who, spots. Who do you cut spots for? The, 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 you know, the Hagen folks are just so demanding. They demanding. Are. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, that, that marketing person. Yeah. Aaron Coastal Outfitters is just, you know, need, 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 need. Slave need, driver. You know? <laughs> My wife. Yeah, that's right. Uh, anyway, uh, roll up in here, and, and I'm looking at Kevin, I'm going, the hell's wrong with his head? Yeah, my head looks crooked. <laughs> I'm on, yeah. And I'm, I'm wanting to tilt my head. You know, right. like you know, when dogs hear a funny noise, they they get their their head uh-huh. kind of cocked. Well, that's what Kevin's got. He's got this look like I on had his, a kink in my neck on his head, yeah. like I'm making a funny noise over here. And I and I and I went, oh, it, 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 what's wrong with your glasses? Yeah, they're broke. What happened? I just went to put them on yesterday morning, and one of the arms broke off. Yeah. So his glasses, because uh-huh. he's only got one arm uh-huh. that goes over over his ear, uh-huh. um, <laughs> his glasses are tilted, so it makes his whole face look crooked. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, Christopher Walken wore glasses like that all all through his life. I mean, and he's famous. I don't know what I'm going to do if the other arm breaks. I have to like tape them on. Or right, like, yeah. Christopher Walken, who what was on the movie um, uh, the the uh, Deer Hunter. Deer Hunter. Okay. Deer Hunter. Okay. Uh, and this is a tr- God's honest true story. Okay, when I was playing ball in New York, I met Christopher Walken. Really? I had that chance to meet uh, uh, Al Pacino, Christopher Walken. Yeah, I New mean, York lot, City. A lot yeah. of cool people. I'm now, are you going to say about Christopher Walken what a lot of people say about Christopher Walken? He smells yes! so bad. Yes, there it is. <laughs> Swear, is that is what That's people exactly know exactly what I was waiting for you to say. For real? Really? Yeah. The dude. Yeah. They reeks. Dude and I was like, oh. Uh, 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 Oh my God! This guy smells for real. Huh. 
You know, there's, there's, I guess there's some people that don't believe in showering, you know, soap. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Christopher Walken's one of those guys. I mean, for real. For Chris, real, you man. knew about that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's one of uh, Hollywood's worst kept secrets. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was weird. Hollywood. Uh, so anyway, Hollywood. and then so Kevin's got a crooked face. Yep. Kirk walks in here with a crooked walk. He's on crutches. He's on crutches. What yeah. It, w- yeah. What in the wide world sports? Just rolled, rolled, rolled the ankle. How did you? Uh, how did you roll your ankle? Get getting out of the boat. Oh, on the dock. Uh, at at the house. Yeah. Like so, climbing out of the boat. At climbing out of the boat. You know, you you rolled your ankle. Yeah. Missed Which one? The, uh, the right one. Well, it, you well, how know, come you ain't got it all taped up? It's just uh uh. Yeah. So where'd you get the crutches I, from? I mean, oh, the crutches. I've, had, I've had the crutches for years. You can tell. Look at the crutches. Have you had your number ankle one. X-rayed? Maybe. Uh, no. Okay. No, I don't, number it's not, one. It's not they're, broken. They're wooden. Like <laughs> nobody has wooden crutches anymore. Nobody. <laughs> I thought he bought them at a thrift store. <laughs> no, no. I've had them for a long time. When I broke my leg, I don't know how many years ago was that? Fifteen years ago. Yeah. When I broke my leg. Yeah. That one time. So I, I was gonna throw them away. I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna keep them. You know? Yeah. Just shoved them in the back of the closet. Rolled it, and Kate goes, "Here, here you go." She can't walk around like that. You, you and know, see, and I, when you I look at the, of it, I, I got, I got to tell wow. you, as as many times as Kirk and I climb in and out of boats, I'm surprised we don't do it more. Yeah, because you're right. because or, or yeah. some other thing, you pull on the muscle because you uh, slip. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, you know? know, or you know, break a rib because well, you, you, I mean, you did it and I did it. Yeah. I remember the one time I slipped and hit the gunnels because because I my hand wasn't on the right spot when I came over the edge and I hit my rib cage and you talk about hurt yeah, well, well, and bruised two ribs yeah. two, two years ago I broke, broke all my ribs that yeah. hurts yeah that was bad. I mean it yours took what a month or two to heal six right? weeks yeah six weeks yeah that's that's typically broken bones yeah. four to six weeks oh, you know yeah. yeah so it's not broken it's just you sure yeah yeah it's not super swollen it's just barely swollen um, it's just it's sore, very dead gum sore. Yeah, mm. I put a lot of weight on it. It it doesn't like it, so I just it's a tough job. So you need uh, you need might need to go if it's swollen. You've been icing it and all that good stuff. Oh yeah 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 yeah. You know, yeah. there's uh, a, the the worst one was rice yesterday. Exactly, rest, you, ice, compression, elevation. On, That's right. On the back of your gravely zero turn, mm-hmm. that hitch. Yeah. You, in the garage yesterday, you hit, you hit your knee. Oh, that'll get you. Oh, I was I was moving shin. stuff around, oh. and I went to I went to hand something to carry. Got one of those started, too. She started walking towards me and hit it on full tilt. She did, dude. Oh. I'm, I'm, and, and I'm, I'm talking, oh. and I'm not exaggerating. It'll double you over a golf ball. Oh no, size, doubt. and it was just spew. I mean, she just split it open, oh. and I'm like, oh. I felt so. Terrible. I mean, you know, she. I mean, she's tough, dude. Right. And she's just sitting there in tears, and just. And I'm like, mm. oh, oh, my, the, the shin. That's the worst. I mean, it's the worst. Just, and, 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 and Carrie and I had this conversation seriously yesterday. Mm-hmm. There's there's parts of your body, okay, that that just are way more painful. Oh yeah. You know, whenever I, I've had three surgeries on my nose, as you can tell, yeah. and when they go to stick that Novocaine in your lip. Yeah, no fun. Oh, no, it's terrible. God, it's 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 brutal. But the shin is like well, there's no there's no there's, there's no, no fat there. No, mm. it's just bone it, and a little it, bit of skin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was, oh, you I, know, it was all the same thing. I, I'm I'm hoping I go to heaven one day, and when I do, mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. several questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
How come? One of those questions is, Lord, Father, why in the world didn't you put no fat right in front of the shin bone? Mm -hmm. Or no muscle Mm -hmm. or no nothing. I have a construction issue. Why? why? Mm -hmm. Because that's the worst ever. It is. It hurts. It is skin and bone. I knocked a chunk out of mine uh, this week. I mean, did the same thing. Oh, yeah. I knocked a knot out of there and it was spitting blood everywhere. And I, I went over I, and I, look, I got a scar from right right here. Look, we're doing like the jaws thing right there. That was, that was, that was, that was on, that was on my trailer. Kirk's got a dime size scab in a hole. Yeah. On your shin. See this? Broken heart. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, that's funny in the movie Jaws. Yeah. They all start yeah, pulling yeah, their yeah. shirts up. Right here, right here. Oh, this one. Uh, 38. Got me. A big, a big, over white. Big Targer shark. I was ripping it over the edge. Uh, gaff slipped and took me right here. Took him five minutes to get the gaff out. Uh, <laughs> Still one of the best movies of all Absolutely, time. Uh, classic. I mean, uh, it just it's, it's, it's awesome. I, I told you guys, this was like two months ago. Seriously, I watched it, but it was in, in like, real time. Yeah. You know, like, not cut. Yeah. It still scared the crap out of oh, me. Oh, yeah. That oh, yeah. opening scene, dude. Oh, yeah. With, and, and then, oh, and that, then when, the girl? when, yeah, well, yeah when, oh. she, when she goes down and that buoy just starts going, ding, ding. ding I still hear that mm-hmm. in my head, man. Mm-hmm. And, and when I go by the sea buoy at times, it's going, mm-hmm. ding, you, you can't that? stop but know what that's mm-hmm. from. Yeah. It's crazy. It's a great yeah. movie. Great Gave movie. me the willies. Black me Hawk, too, man. Blackhawk yeah. Down, man. Just, you know, you got it. It's just crazy. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was a classic scene. They were all sitting in the back of the boat and they're drinking and they're just half cocked. And he goes, "Oh, I remember, you know, Quentin was cocked. He was something else." And it's like, "What was it? It was yeah, yeah, yeah he was. Yeah, he was. He was, he was on the, the Indianapolis. Time. Remember? And he starts yeah. talking. About, That's you know, right. Three hundred sixty-five men went in the water." 138 came 12 out. came out. The sharks got them all. And they were missing all their legs. <laughs> oh, he was. That guy. Good stuff. What was it? Robert Shaw. He always played those uh, tough roles, you know? Mm-hmm. What was it in Patton? He was Rommel or something like that. He, was he a, did a really good job. Oh, he's yeah. tell you that. He was good. Mm-hmm. He was good. Love, sure. to, love to know how to much money home. they still make off of that movie. I'm tired yeah. and I want to go to bed. I had a little drink about an hour ago and it went straight to my head wherever I may roam bomb every time did you watch that thing man yeah. too many yeah. I told you it was going to be one of those shows what year was that by the way 76 that was probably earlier now I'm thinking 73 74 well, yeah, maybe even I, I can tell you this: it was yeah. right in my major surfing days. Oh, I was living in Cocoa Beach. Oh, oh and sounds it, like that would be the end of it, my uh, surfing well, days. It really almost was. <laughs> well, you know the, the saving grace for yeah. me? Nineteen seventy-five. Okay, so uh-huh. it was at the movie theaters. We were living in Cocoa mm-hmm. Beach. I couldn't afford to go to the movies, so I didn't see it. Everybody kept going. Did you see Jaws? I'm like, nah, I ain't, I ain't going to the movies. And by the Got way, no money. By the way, <laughs> I still give my parents crap. I was eleven years old. The hell oh. am I doing going and seeing that movie? Man, you're Why barely go- you're barely older than the kid 
who, whose mom was on the beach and he was yes, out in the water. Exactly. <laughs> and then you, you know, you go to this first, and then when the head pops out of the boat, yeah. oh my God. Missing the eyeball? Yes. yes. <laughs> you know, the first time you see that, you don't know what's coming. Yeah. You know, you think, by the way, you, uh, how did the shark get that eyeball out of that know. guy's head? I got to admit that that scene was literally one of the scariest moments of my life. Absolutely. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. See, I'm not. I'm not big on horror movies. No, I, I don't. I, I don't like them at all. Dude, I don't like horror don't movies like and clowns. That, that okay? got me when Which I had, had this conversation. Out. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was, yeah I because you know what the theater did? Totally went like. Oh. Uh, I mean, it was oh, nowadays. Oh, I mean, yeah, man. everybody's just yeah. immune to that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I mean, credit Steven Spielberg. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was. I mean, that movie had so much perfection to it and suspenseful moments. It was just. It's timeless. Yeah, yeah. it is. There are certain I mean, we, we've had this conversation probably 10 times on this show oh, yeah. about this. Well, it's so it's, funny it's, it's, nowadays, you know, people will fish with us and they'll go, they'll see a porpoise. And I hear it all, even yesterday. Oh, 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 it's yeah. a shark, it's a shark. <laughs> I go, no, no, they don't do that. Right. What do you mean they don't do that? I said, sharks don't roll over like that. They don't, and they go, Poof. I said, sharks don't breathe air. Oh, what is that? I said, it's a porpoise, a dolphin. Right. Sharks, I'm... The only shark I've ever seen that stayed on top of the water like that, hammerhead. Hammerheads. Yep. That's right. Hammerheads are, are, are hammerheads. for it. Yep. Just swimming on top of this fin sticking yep. out. Yep. And big ones. Never seen any other shark do that a lot at all. Because uh, they were feeding. Well, I've seen a uh, tiger shark come up and fin like that for a minute. But, I mean, they don't stay up. Yeah, they yeah. don't. They don't like dun dun dun. Yeah, dun, yeah, dun, yeah, dun, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, five hammerheads like, still stay on for they'll miles. They'll stay up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think they said in that movie they, they they had so many problems with the mechanical shark in that movie that they actually had to shut production down a couple times. To fix oh the yeah, shark. it was a disaster. All right, yeah. so uh, so Richard is calling in our conversation about the, the movie Jaws here. He wants to uh, talk about the best Jaws line. Morning, Richard. Hey, how y'all doing? Good, good. Yay. So here's the swimming with bow-legged women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I, that's just part of the movie. I that's mean, right. It is. It is. And, uh, I mean, you could, you could go on and on. The, oh, the, yeah. the, the, the most famous legs. line in the whole movie is, we need a bigger boat. We need yeah, a bigger absolutely. Boat. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, because we hear that all the time on our boats <laughs> right. or whatever. You know? What did yeah. he but, say? But think back, Richard, <laughs> yeah. Kevin and Kirk. Yeah. Think back to the, uh, because, you know, movie posters – I mean, we're oh huge yeah, that was then. huge. That poster of that girl yes, swimming and that girl shark coming up from the bottom. And the shark comes straight up. Yeah. Oh my is, god. Like I get chills, man. Arguably yeah. one of the greatest movie posters ever. Yes. That's probably oh, what launched Spielberg into stardom, right? There. Oh, it that totally movie? did. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. So, yeah. so the first time I ever saw this movie was in St. Augustine, and uh, I grew up in Matanzas. So, I, you know, I've just been surfing all my life. And when I went in there and I watched that movie, I went, oh, my God. <laughs> and I've seen Kevin like you, I'm sure. Um, I've seen my share of sharks at Matanzas. Mm-hmm. Um, and the old Jacksonville uh, Shark Fishing Club. Sure. Hell yeah. Then, um, I can remember a 14-foot tiger shark being pulled up. Right there by Marineland. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. I'm going to have to rethink my little uh, surfing venture. I did, I, I, I'm telling you, Richard, it totally changed my life. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, you know, I did a ton of surfing at that time. Well, I, and, man. 
after that, I quit. Yeah. I promise you. I, I, I'm sorry, but uh, we would go on the sandbars back by old Gene Johnson's place. You know, the little summer yeah. river. Right sure. And uh, we would just go camp out on the sandbar. I, I let my kids play out there and and uh, run up and down the sandbar and fish. And but no, I, I I never I would never let I would never let them go back out like that. <laughs> I'm serious. That's just uh, you you see it every day, Kevin. Yeah. And Kirk, I mean, Jeff, I promise you, there are bigger batter than you out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. mm-hmm. oh, he's seen them. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, well, you, I've seen some sea monsters. Man, I tell well, you. Well, Jeff and I saw that uh, great white shark. That's right. That's ago. exactly what I was thinking yeah. of. That, that was a monster. Yeah. Mm. Where, where were y'all at? El- Elton, Elton we were at the Elton Bottom. Yeah, Elton Bottom. In yeah. my Pathfinder. That was unbelievable. We and we leaned boat. over the side of the boat, and we were all like, <laughs> we need holy a bigger crap, that's a <laughs> big <laughs> shark. That is a big shark. Holy crap. Holy smell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't that's, fall in. That's, that's, well, listen, that's, I, thanks, Richard. I want y'all to know this. Listen to me. Yeah. I've been listening to you all since y'all be, have begun this whole thing. And you know, Charlie Hamaker uh, is my—he's kind of like my uncle. Uh-huh. And, uh, oh, cool. Yeah, he's—he's uh, he's been a family friend for all my life for sixty some odd years. So, um, I—I I, I don't know how he's doing, but I hope he's doing well. Kane Paul Wisdom, great. Great books. Which, which is, there's two books. Yeah, yep. there's two. We got, as a matter of fact, I've been cleaning up around the house because I got them both. Got them. And, and yeah. it was so funny. I came across both of them and I was like, man, this is so awesome. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. this week, Richard, it's funny you should say that. Well, you know, Kevin, you and I don't know this, but uh, our families have had a lot of history with the DuPont estate and everything else down at, uh, you know, uh, right Epping, there. Just Epping Forest. Right? No. Well, yeah, but that's part of it. But yeah. it's, it's the DuPont family back in the day, back in the 1500s, actually, mm-hmm. that's uh, the camp, as we called it. Um, we're right across from where Favorite Ike is. Correct. You think about it. It's just right across the ICW. And uh, we, we've just been blessed in all these years to have, we got a cemetery down there and we've got, it's just a blessing. No, I, it's uh, it's, it, it, I, and I know Jeff's going to talk about this a little later in the show. I mean, what what uh, growing up here, um, was awesome, and and it, it, unfortunately, it's not the same way anymore. You know, but uh, it's still it's still an amazing place. Richard, but, all right, we we, we got to run. We got to take a break. Yep. All right, buddy. Thank you, Richard. See you. Uh, just real quick as we go to break um, mm-hmm. uh, from uh, the Los Angeles Times back in the day about the movie Jaws. Yes. A uh, critic named Charles Champlin wrote this because he disagreed with the film's PG rating, saying that, quote, Jaws is too gruesome for children and likely to turn the stomach of the impressionable at any age. <laughs> there you go. Wow. That's, See? That, that's yeah, what I'm wow. saying. Why? How in the hell was that movie a PG? <laughs> oh, the times have changed. Whoa. 904-641-1010. If you'd like to join us here this morning on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. And, uh, hey, folks, uh, if you need a tire or you need service, Tire Outlet has locations all across Jacksonville. 
And trust me when I say that they have a tire for every possible need that you can imagine because we have all proven that. Yes, we have. I was in there this week. Yep. <clears throat> Got my oil changed. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Had oil this time? Yep. Uh, Did you call really? up Danny? I, I say said, this where do time? I go? Yeah. And he goes, go to DeSalvo. He said, uh, and Sean will take care of you. I went over there and Sean said, two o'clock. I said, I'll be back. There you go. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know what amazed me? I've been to the Brand X places, mm-hmm. and they say it's, you know, like Jiffy or whatever, 10 minutes. And it's always like a half hour to an hour or whatever. Right. You're sitting there. I went in there at 10 minutes to 2. I was walking out at 10 minutes after 2. Wow. Wow. And they changed the oil and rotated the tires. There you go. Nice. And I was like. It's like night NASCAR. <laughs> and I looked at Sean. I said, man, that was quick. And he goes, if it's sitting around, I'm not making money. That's there right. you go. That's he said, we point. get them in, get them out. <laughs> That's a good point. I was like, that's great, man. Uh, all right, so uh, to, to wrap up Jaws, yes. did, did you guys like any of the sequels? No. Oh, the first one was okay. Yeah, but then it got was, a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. it was like, forget it. It's like, this isn't that good. I mean, there's, there's just no way. What's crazy is that Spielberg wasn't involved in any of the sequels. Right. Which, I mean, that's. I mean, he that's was, pretty atypical of him. He makes one movie, and he's done. He doesn't do the sequels. He's not a big, big that's fan That's pretty of wild that, that yeah. uh, you had such a highly successful, highly acclaimed movie, and then all of a sudden you just, you know, you don't even come back for the, the, the second part. Right. But I guess, you know, the magic can always, you always lose part of the magic on the sequel. Uh, of course. But yeah. if it's Star Wars, the sequel's like better. Yeah. Uh, or uh, even Star Trek. There was a lot of great Star Treks. Yeah. You know? if, you got, if you got a good, it's something good going. But I mean, if the first one's jam up. I mean, look at Close Encounters of the First. What is it? Close Encounters of the Third Kind. That was one of the coolest movies. I totally agree. I mean, you actually, it, it made you think, man, they're coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like they're coming. They're, you know, they're coming. Yeah. Kirk, they've been here. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're out there all the time, man. I think they're in Washington right now. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry, folks. Uh, I had to say that. Yeah. Good gosh. What's a what's a corn uh, bag of corn costing now? For you Almost deer? thirteen bucks. Thirteen dollars. Better wow. save that corn in a pickle bucket. You might need to put I, it in I, your truck. I, I called and, and I, fertilizer something ridiculous. I think it's eighteen dollars for a bag of ten, ten, ten. Oof. Um, Oof. How much? But like eighteen bucks. Good gosh. Yeah, for a bag of ten, ten, ten. Um, I called James, and I'm like, yep. Guess my deer are going to be a little skinnier this year. <laughs> because What food plots? <laughs> well, you know, uh, yeah. a food plot might be the cheapest way to go. Yeah. Oh, you, you, it's you, always you, is. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, it always is. Corn is, I mean, hell, you know, a, 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 if, they're, if they're eating it, they, they'll eat a 50-pound bag a night. Oh, easy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you got a spot that, uh, for people that are wondering what we're talking about, yeah. you know, Sorry. a lot of guys that will be deer hunting will – because corn is considered legal to feed the deer and uh, in the state of Florida and in the state of Georgia now. And so during the out-of-season, people will continue to feed deer at certain spots just to kind of keep the deer happy and fed. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I think a bag of corn just a couple, couple years ago was $6, mm-hmm. $7, somewhere mm-hmm. right in that range. Oh, yeah. And now it's, what did you say? 13 $13 a bag. Mm-hmm. I mean, holy cow! Yeah. And, and you know what they did to the bags? Instead of being oh, 50, that's right, they're forty 50s, pounds. They're forties. That's now. right. 
Just like, they did with, just like they did with ice, just like they've done with everything. Ice cream. <laughs> ice cream. I don't you know. know. I don't even. It should be a half gallon. It's like, I forgot what it's, it's not a half gallon anymore. Yeah, it's like, what, what's going on here? Yeah. I mean, it's, is this inflation or, I mean. Yeah, you think? <laughs> Call whatever you want. It's, it's expensive. Hello? Yeah. we start growing our own vegetable garden. Yeah, I, I, I. Because Man, I'm glad I got because, a kayak. I don't have to put gas in. Yeah, because it's it gas is usually cheaper there. Yeah. I, I I whenever I get low in the boat and the truck now, I go to Bucky's, so and 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 you know fill up both of them. Mm-hmm. And it, you know I'm I'm talking like you know two maybe three trips with the boat and blah blah blah. I'm I'm at two hundred fifty bucks every oh, yeah. time I go. You I know, have that's uh, just that's just crazy. I mean, we went up man. to McClenny the other day, to, you know, to go turkey hunting. Yeah, and um, that was last week. And I remember we stopped in McClenny, and a gallon of diesel at that one gas station on four forty one five twenty nine a Kirk, gallon. Kirk, I had to fill up because I've got my Nimnik Chevrolet Duramax yeah. diesel. Okay, and I was pretty close to empty. Okay, is that a thirty gallon tank? Uh, yeah, 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 hundred and seventy dollars. Oh, man. To fill that truck up. Uh, uh, I Ooh. know. I mean, like Kevin, you go, I drag the boat in there yeah. and hit the racetrack on Mayport Road, and it's like I cringe every time I, I fill it it's, up. It's hateful. It's like, good gosh, man. Yeah. You know? So, anyway. Thank God I get 30 miles to a gallon. When you, when you, when you go to the pump and it, and it maxes out, and then you got to. Yeah. You got to do it again. You got to redo it. And do it again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'll only let uh, you do it twice, too. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. It is. That's a little bit of a problem. Just saying. <laughs> mm. Anyway. Well, uh, I tell you, the fishing was was weird this week uh, with the wind. A ministry of truth? I wonder. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, yeah, you, you got us. Karnak, the. Uh, is this safe to go to? Maybe <laughs> yeah. not. That's what I was told. What That's was, who's calling. That's the okay. dude. We have a caller. Johnny Carson. What, what did he have when he did the, the little thing with the turban? Karnak the yeah Karnak uh, yeah. Karnak the Incredible or whatever it was. We got the Ministry of Truth calling in. Let's uh, let's go talk to him. Good morning, Ministry of Truth. Hey, good morning. Uh, listen, I just want to uh, talk about the misinformation you're spreading on deer corn, diesel fuel, and the quantity of sharks off the coast. Okay. political man well you know know. the one thing we did leave out in the first couple segments is food (laughs) yeah yeah we We have not hit the food food yet yet. we have not hit our stride in food yeah we got plenty of disinformation about that too (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) i just had to call i just thought that i saw that this morning i thought you know it's you know, I've had the EPA check on me. I once updated my website at my company, and the EPA called me the next morning and told me it was wrong. So don't think they're not looking and listening. Wow. Oh, that's kind of creepy. It is. It's kind of big it brothery is. right there. Big yeah. brother. You're right. You and think? if you want to see sharks, just, just run a small airplane and fly down the beach in the summer. You'll see some more sharks than you've ever seen waving in and out of surf. You've service. done that, haven't you, Jeff? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. it's crazy. I actually, uh, in uh, Ministry of Truth, it was a few years ago, and did a, a helicopter ride along, and uh, we went down along the beach in the summer, and uh, and I was going, oh my god, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Oh yeah. What's great is in in uh, when the terrorists are standing down here on Volano, and in the summer when the pogies and the mullet are running and. You see the sharks in the waves, and they're like, oh, what's that? It's a shark. No, it's not. Yeah, well, 
throw a fly right out there and catch one and reel it in, and they're like, oh, I'm staying out of the water. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, just just watch what you're saying, y'all. I don't want anybody to get arrested by the Ministry of Truth. Got you. <laughs> Thank, right. you. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate See you. Bye. Yeah, the, uh, I'll never forget that day that I did the, uh, the, the ride along and it was with JSO and, and a helicopter and it was and and by the way, thank you, JSO. I, it was awesome. Yeah. And, I did one of those. It was awesome. And uh great experience. And I'll never forget that day because on the way there, I had stopped at, at a firehouse and got us up. Uh-huh. And, uh, and so when I, when I was in firehouse, I'll never forget this because a buddy of mine, Danny Breeden, he loves hot sauce. I mean, he loves hot sauce. Uh-huh. I mean, literally, he like when he eats a piece of pizza. And uh, for those of uh, friends of mine that are you know that I grew up with in Sterling, Virginia, and know Danny, they 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 would vouch for this. Yes, he's got a piece of pizza and he's got a bottle of hot sauce. Jeez, he just likes his, his mouth burning all the time. In his hand, and it literally is hold the piece of pizza, shake a couple drops on the piece of pizza, take a bite, take a bite. Okay, eat oh. it, shake a couple drops on the end of the piece of pizza, take a bite. It's literally, he he, he can't eat pizza without hot sauce on every single bite. Okay, that'll, that'll catch up with him one day. And he can eat, I mean, he, he'll use the hottest of the hot. And so I was like, Danny, I was like, how in the world can you just, you do that? And he goes, man, I love hot sauce. And I was <laughs> like, well, is there, is there anything that you don't like or that might be too hot? And he goes, well, there's one. Ghost peppers? No. It's Dave's Insanity Sauce. And so I was like, okay, well, Dave's Insanity Sauce got me, you know, must be one of the hottest there is. So on the way to do this fly along, I guess, it's not really a ride along. That's good, yeah. I was uh, in Firehouse Subs and, and uh, I was talking to a guy that was with me and I said, hey, I said, uh, have you ever tried this? And I grabbed this bottle of Dave's Insanity Sauce. You know, Firehouse, yeah. they got all the hot sauces lined up. Yeah. yeah. And I uh, picked it up. And and hand it to him, and and uh, and then I put it back down on the counter. Well, while we we're waiting on the subs, I go oh no to use oh, you the bathroom not. and and do number one. <laughs> oh no! Okay, so I go in the bathroom and and do number one and and wash my hands and come back out and sitting there waiting on the sub, <laughs> and all of a sudden my crotch is on fire. Uh oh, yo yo on Woo! fire, my. son. No way. What were you thinking, man? Just, no, just touching the bottle, I guess, yeah. a little bit of that Dave's Insanity Sauce. And so when I went to go pee, mm-hmm. okay. You were about to go insane. You touch something, yeah. and then you go wash your hands. Well, you're not washing mm-hmm. where you just okay. touch. Okay, we got to ask. I mean, what'd you do? I went back and washed that, and I was <laughs> in the sink. I hear somebody knock on the door and go, anybody in here? Oh, excuse me. Oh, sir, I'm so sorry. I, can, oh, I didn't I know you were. You. What are you doing in this thing? Yeah. I, I was in. out of there. I was in. Are you fishing there? A full-blown sweat. Oh, my god! It gosh. was burning so bad. Oh, oh my god! You know, so it's that, a need for that, that milk. That's, that's a true that's, story. That's, milk that's milk your, will your, wipe that out. Your, your memory of your fly-along. That's this the hot well, sauce. I'll never forget Were that day. in the seat the whole time you were in the helicopter? No, I mean, it finally calmed down after, and literally washed it once and went back and washed it a second time. Jeez. And, uh, I'll never yeah. go in a firehouse sub again. So Which do one not was it? touch the hot <laughs> bottles at any restaurant oh and then go in gosh. and use the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Right, I know, I know. Which firehouse was that? I want to make uh, sure I don't go in there. I don't remember. 
Anyway, we need to hopefully, take a break. Hopefully they've cleaned it. <laughs> Since well, I hope so. We need to take a break, yeah, and uh, we come back, we'll do a weather <laughs> and a tides right here on the Nimic Buick GMC Outdoor Show. John Anderson news this morning. Yeah, he is. That's a good thing. Yes. Uh, by the way, uh, I can tell that the grass is starting to grow on the back 40 and that tractor that you have, it's just, you know, it's just it's not dependable. It's a piece of junk. Well, I got a solution for you. Coastal Equipment got two locations, one on New Kings Road and the other one in McClenny. They can put you in an orange dream. The Kubota tractor of your dreams. And then they can hook you up with some land pride Bush hog attachments on the back, you know, where you're mowing the back 40 and it's looking prime and pristine. You can even have a concert in your backyard. Just clear the cows just out. Just watch the trailer hitch. Exactly. <laughs> Coastal equipment. Go to the homepage of Outdoor Show, 2S is back to back, outdoorshow.com, and click on the Coastal Equipment link and it'll take you right to it. All right, let's go to the phone lines. And uh, Chris has got a hot pepper story and uh, see if he can beat my story. Morning, Chris. Good morning, fellas. How are you? Good. Um, you told that story, and it just got me cracking up because back a few year a long, few years back, I took my wife down. We were driving down, and we stopped at Maggie's Herb Farm down there off of Thirteen. Uh-huh. And I bought these beautiful two daddle pepper plants. Uh oh. Planted them. They grew great. And I had a buddy who worked at a restaurant, and he was making hot sauces. And he said, can you pick me a few handfuls of that off of there? And I was like, sure. And it was a Saturday. I was out doing yard work. So I went out, and I picked a whole bunch of them off, you know, and put them in the bag and got them ready for them and walked back inside. It was hot. And I sat down for a second to just flick on the TV and take a break. And my wife came out of the shower. And we were just married. We had just been married not long. Uh-oh. And she came over and sat on my lap, <laughs> and we got a bit amorous. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, she stood up and grabbed her crotch and started screaming like a wild <laughs> maniac. And I said, what's wrong? What's wrong? And she goes, it's burning! It's burning! <laughs> and then I went, oh, my, oh my God, God, I the got daddles all over my hand. <laughs> oh. You're a bad man. So, we we I I I picked I got her I threw her in the shower turned the water on and I'm out there searching the internet and it's like uh, vinegar works um uh, this oil works and this works and all that and I said I'm now making my wife into a tossed salad oh. by throwing <laughs> oil and vinegar on her and, and all of this and she's screaming and I'm just like oh my god and then I start looking a little further on the internet about it just trying to figure something out and I found two things one is hot peppers were used as a torture device in medieval in medieval times oh no second of all (laughs) second of all that when you get a burn like that most people may know this already it will last for six minutes Period. Oh, easy. So you just got to go through that period of freaking out for six minutes. But I swear to God, she's never let me forget it. I bet not. Yeah, I would imagine. I've always felt like a horrible, horrible, Every time you got to pay alimony, (laughs) I would imagine. (laughs) Great story. Uh, Thanks, Chris. You beat me. Yes, you did. It's true story. 
swear. Uh, <laughs> but you told that story, and I thought, yeah, I got one for you. Uh, you got one. Yeah, you got me beat on that one now. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> All right, guys, take, it, take yep. care. All right, uh, uh, before we go talk to Mark, he's got a skiff question. Let's do a weather report and a tides report. We'll start with the weather report brought to you by the Bearded Pig. Uh, I have a, uh, a friend of ours that lives uh, in our complex, mm. and uh, he was talking to me, and we were talking on the beach one day, and he's like, hey, look, you know, I really love barbecue. He's, he's from uh, Norway. Okay. And a super guy, and his name is Pele. <clears throat> he's like, you know, we our family, we really love barbecue. And I was like, really? And he goes, yeah. And I don't know how we got on the topic. And You? Topic of yeah, food? Yeah. Oh, gee, what a shock. So I said, have you can't, been? Can't the, imagine how you got on that topic. Have you been to the Bearded Pig yet? And he and he goes, no. He goes, I've driven by that place. I was like, Bailey, I said, that's the best barbecue in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. And he's got kids. Mm-hmm. And I said, on top of having the best barbecue, I said, it's an awesome place to take kids because they have little outdoor seating and they have these fences that the kids can get the chalk yeah, right on them. and right on the fences and yep. the walls and have a good time. And so it's a perfect place for you to take your kids and he's got wonderful kids. And so, uh, Tara saw him yesterday and he was raving about the bearded pig <laughs> and said they got a new favorite place. So anyway, folks, uh, the best barbecue in Jacksonville, the bearded pig. And the weather forecast today, southeast winds 10 to 15 knots, 3 to 5 feet. Tomorrow, southeast winds 10 to 15 knots, 3 to 4 feet. Oh, what a Six shot. seconds yeah. on the interval. Yeah. Slight chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. On Monday, south winds 10 to 15 knots, 3 to 4 feet. Again, slight chance of showers in the afternoon. Same thing on Tuesday, south winds, but it's going to back off just a little bit to 5 to 10, and then it's going to become southeast 10 to 15 in the afternoon. Yeah. But, so. yeah, it uh, literally from tomorrow south or southeast. About maybe it. Wednesday, Kirk? Yeah, maybe Wednesday, south winds 5 to 10, yeah. 2 to 3. Yeah. And I guess just to hold your breath and see, because it's hard to predict 48 hours out. But That's I right. Mean, good yep. gosh. Yeah. All right, and that. a uh, Tides report. And for those that were fortunate enough to go to Angie's yesterday, they had a couple specials. Ooh. And I wanted to get by there, but I just got tied up. I couldn't make it. And but they were? They had the Hicken and the Prosser Oh, at Andrew's yesterday. Okay, The Hicken was a smoked chicken thigh, sliced up, put a top sliced ham, top of provolone. Oh, see, I figured it would have been ham. And crunchies with a little mild hot sauce. <laughs> okay, and then they had the Prosser, which was smoked chicken thigh, and instead of ham, it was put with some pork loin, sliced pork loin, Top with the provolone crunchies and some spicy ranch drizzled on top. And I figured that would have just been extra bitter. Extra ham. So, <laughs> so Angie's, uh, trust me, I went there and I got the special last week. And it was a uh, like a pork ham combo with this apple slaw. And it was tremendous. So if you haven't been to Angie's Subs, folks, it's the best sub shop in Jacksonville. And the best best French fries, and it's not even close. All right, uh, let's go to the phone lines did, here. Did, did we do the tides? Uh, no, I didn't. No, we really didn't. <laughs> Holy cow! We talked a lot about the food at Angie's. <laughs> we got so distracted. <laughs> the tide, it's there. Uh, it goes up. It goes down. So that's what happens today. If you're there, good. <laughs> All right. So the Mayport. Wow, that was bad. Wasn't Woo, it? son, we're on a roll, buddy. How's your head? 
Ooh. He, he needs start, to crutch his worse than I do. Yeah, he, he starts thinking of Angie's. He gets concussed I, again. I get confused. Yeah. I think he rubbed that hot pepper on his head. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> Tides for today at Mayport. 9.15 a.m. is your high tide. That's a 4.5. 2.55 p.m. is your low tide. That's a negative 0.16. And then 9.35 p.m., if you're going to be doing a little night fishing, that's a high tide. And that's a 5.18. All right, now let's go to the phone lines and uh, and bring up Mark here. I tell you what, let's take a break. Mark, sorry about that, because I, want, I know skiff question can be involved. Yeah. Let's get a quick break in, and we come back. We're going to talk to Mark about this skiff. So uh, hang tight right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. So if you're in the market for a Cadillac, only one place to go. Go see my buddies at Claude Nolan Cadillac. They're located right on Southside Boulevard, just north of JTB. And uh, if you're also in the market for a pre-owned vehicle, go in there, tell them what you're looking for. They might have it on a lot. They might not. Give them a couple weeks. They'll probably find exactly what you want, the exact price you want at Claude Nolan Cadillac. All right, we go to the phone lines. and Let's go talk to Mark this morning. Morning, Mark. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Good, buddy. Good, thank you. Well, after about a year and a half, I finally picked up my custom-built technical foley skiff last week. So nice already. We're headed down the. I think with the wind today, I'm going to head down to my place in Flagler, and the tarpon have been rolling up there in the residential canal. So mm-hmm. go see if we can hit a couple of them small. Yeah, that would be fun. Wouldn't so, uh, it? Yeah. technical polling skiff. Give a give us a description. Okay, and it's got a seventy-four inch beam and the whole combo boat motor trailer rigged out less than a thousand pounds. She'll float about six inches of water. Nice. Wow, that's very nice. Wow. Yeah. That's that's very nice. Pretty, pretty sweet rig. So, been looking forward to it for a long time. So. I'd love, nice I'd love to see pictures of it, by the way. If, if, if you wouldn't mind, send us some pictures yeah. on uh, through Facebook because I, I, I love seeing different uh, yeah. different yeah. boats. You know, yeah, hell yeah, hell I, I love that. seeing yeah. the different setups and how they're yeah. rigged and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, this is a small a small builder in Edgewater, Florida, and um, he works for a major boat manufacturer, very high level with them. But this is his passion: fly fishing and these kind of boats, and so he. He's got his own design. They've built three or four of them, and uh, he's working on a couple other different models, one a little smaller and then one a little bit. This one's only rated for a 70, so he knows some guys want to get out and run a little farther or run the beach, so he's going to make a few changes and have one that uh, you can put a 150 on. Cool. Yeah, send us some pictures. Anyway, my question. Yes, go ahead. My question was, um, before I lay down any marine flooring, what's your experience with it? And between the two major brands out there, you got EAs or nays. So you're looking for, you're, you're going to add additional flooring or you want something to cover the floor? Well, like the aqua traction or the sea deck. Yeah, I use, uh, with that. there was a guy over here in Jack's Beach that did my boat, George Cox. And he put Sea Deck down, and I've I've been very happy with it. I mean, it's been on there now, I guess, close to a year. Yeah, this may will make a year, and it's held up really well. I mean, everybody gets in the boat says the boat looks good. What's what's the advantages of it, and what's the disadvantages? The things that I liked about it, number one, I don't know if I would do the whole the whole deck of the boat. 
Kevin, I don't know if you would agree with me. I, I totally agree with you. I, I just did it in places that I, I felt that would help traction, like the back platform of the boat. Mm-hmm. Jeff, you've, you've been in the boat a couple times right. with, with Dylan. I covered that back deck, and it allows you to stand up there and actually feel a little more confident. You know, you don't slip around. And then I did another pad up there by the trolling motor, a little triangle, because I'll run up there and, and get, you know, get the trolling motor out of the water and just gives me more traction up there too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do the step well um, up where the rod holders are. They're going to do the sides instead of the standard carpet. Top of the polling platform, this particular boat is kind of unique where the console, the cooler and the console, appear to be one piece, but they're not. You can slide the console, the cooler off, right? and it has seed deck. It'll have seed deck on the top of it, and it's pretty substantial, and you can use it for a casting platform. You can mm-hmm. set it up by the pulley motor. You know, mm-hmm. When you're done, you just stick it back in place, and it's your dry storage or drink cooler, whatever you want to use for so, it. So the cooler itself, you're saying, is the is the the deck, whether like a platform yeah, in the front. Know, okay, that's cool. Yep. Yeah, you don't have to have a separate casting platform. In other words, they kind right, of built right. one into the, to the boat, basically. You know. Yeah, that's good. I like that. So, but as far as the two different brands, no experience with either one. Just Sea Deck. I don't. Mine was Sea Deck made by 3M, I think, and it. Yeah, I don't know. Aqua Traction and Sea Deck is the two main main ones that I've heard about. So. I'm, and I'm I guess not there's familiar a different traction at all. I'm not either. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know open, about that. Open foam. Open foam and closed foam. Uh, yeah. Mine was two-layer. I will tell you that. Mine had two layers to it. It actually gave it a little bit more cushion. Um, I don't know. I like it, it. Is it easy to clean? It really is. I wouldn't put it on the the deck itself. Right. You know, where you walk. Because, you know, I have a piece of of that sea deck between my rocket launcher and the, and the center console that mm-hmm. I stand on. Right. And I've gotten blood on it. And stuff and and not it it stains, really. You know, yeah. See, mine won't do that. Okay. I don't know what it is. I I put just a little bit of bleach on it and yeah, I mean, I've I, even I, pressure washed it. As long as you don't hit right, it with hit a right, lot yeah, of right, right, you know, a lot of pressure, it cleans real well. Yep, yep. Good, good, good. Well, listen, guys. Thanks, Mark. Good good luck on the tarpon. All right, thanks. Uh, all right, buddy. Yep. So uh, tarpon in the in the canals down there, huh? Yeah, there's there's tarpon everywhere. They right stay now. there, yeah. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of tarpon in shore. Yes, and and, and uh, at the inlet, um, huh. saw numerous tarpon feeding this week. I mean, like major feeding. Hmm. Um, okay. so you had had some some really good reports um, under the lights. Ah, mm. I mean, like really good reports. Big, now, big ones are like the. The, uh, the that, smaller uh, ones right now. Well, the, the ones that were eating the mullet were big fish that I saw. But the, from what I understand, what they're catching at nighttime is 40 to 80 pounders. Wow, that's, that's, a, that's big, a big still fish. Big fish. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, monster, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, maybe we're going to have a good tarpon year. I don't know. You know, I know that they, they migrate a lot this time of year, Jeff. They mm-hmm. migrate with the bait, whatever the bait's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, the interesting thing is is that I had um, had the opportunity twice this week to fish the inlet because we had pretty days on Tuesday and Wednesday. And I just can't explain to you how many mullet are at that inlet. I'm talking why? thousands. I mean, bro. why? I don't know. Is it a northern migration, Kirk? I, I, 
I don't know, but Jeff, I'm just telling you. Have you ever seen it in the springtime before? I, I, I've never honestly, heard of it. Honestly, I have not. And and, and 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 again, it's April. It's still pretty early. The water temperature is 74, 75 maybe, yeah. you know. And, man, these tarpon are just blowing up, bro. Huh. Um, so it was, it was fun to watch. I, I, I literally had a tarpon rod on the boat with me on Wednesday. I, I fished with Doug Wenzel and Travis on Tuesday. Then, and, then Doug and I uh, fished again on Wednesday, and he brought – Sean and Dennis with him, but anyway, um, we 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 were having such a great day on drum, sheep's head, mm-hmm. redfish. You know, it was kind of. If and I told I told Doug, I said, if that tarpon continues to feed, I'm going to lose my mind because I had a tarpon rod on the boat. Ugh. I said, it's getting. I'm getting ready to put oh, one of these mullet on. You yeah. know? Uh, did you? No, no, I never did. I never Why did. Not? I, again, we were. We were on fish, ah. you know what I mean, and, yeah. and 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 to be honest with you, I have Kirk, you you and I've talked. It's it's been a tough two weeks, yeah, and you're finally on a bite of fish, and then you're going to go and hook a hundred pound tarpon that's going to take you forty five minutes to catch around the inlet. You know what I mean? And then you lose you gotta, the bite. You lose the bite. Yeah. So no, I get that. Uh, no, I I just I think uh, I'd have let it go on too. I did. I just let it go. It's cool to watch them now. Oh my gosh, oh, man! Awesome they, 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 one almost ate the trolling motor. And I, ain't really? kidding. I mean, he was like the, the, that school of mullet came at the boat, Ooh. and he rolled on it right there. I mean, I was like, whoa. yeah, I haven't seen yeah. you around Mayport. Now uh, Bob Cosby yeah. caught one about thirty-five, forty pounds. Yeah, yeah, on, well, a, on a live shrimp. Mm-hmm. They, but I haven't seen any at yeah. all. Well, they're coming. No, yeah. I've they're, seen pogies. There's plenty of pogies out there. Yeah, there was. Uh, so I ran the beach on Tuesday, uh, almost to Batanzas. I did not see. There, now, I, I will tell you this, um, and I know that nobody's going to be able to get out there because it's rough, but I, I said this two weeks ago. The Spanish mackerel, dude, it's, yeah. I, it's, it's insane, Jeff. I, and I, it's, been, it's been a long, long time since I've seen this much Spanish on the beach. Yeah. You know, I mean, where I mean, you could go catch 100 with, with like, what, what, no well, problem. When you go, when you, say, when you say off the beach, mm-hmm. and, and when this weather calms down, which, you know. Yep. Who knows? Maybe Wednesday. Yeah, maybe. Okay. How far off are the Spanish? Where? What? What depth are you? Are and how do you do? It? Are you trolling? Are you casting? Mo- mo- most of the guys that 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 are specifically trying to catch Spanish on a charter are trolling. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's easier that way. It's easier that way. Yeah. So, I get it. I know we got on a bite of them. I don't know what day it was, Sunday or Monday, and we we got on a good bite of them. We had ten or twelve really. Nice ones. We right. were catching on jigs and shrimp. <laughs> About that, yeah. So, so for your question on depth, it's anywhere from anywhere from twelve feet to about thirty-five feet. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're what, do like, you look for anything? Or you just troll. You really don't need to look for anything. Just troll. Okay. I mean, Jeff, there are so many of them. Mm-hmm. Well, you see them jumping. You know, and, and I'm trying to because there's some people that will. I mean, that's a, that's a great thing to do. Yeah, it's, it's fun, and fish eat really good. Yeah, and so if somebody wanted to do this, it it doesn't take much. Yeah. I mean, just literally, you can go out there in any boat, a slow troll. Yeah, and and, and, tro- and you're and trolling. It's a, it's a great fly fishery too. And what are you trolling with? You can use a variety of different baits. I mean, yep. you can use a quarter ounce jig head with a white curly tail mm-hmm. or chartreuse they'll yeah. hit that the mm-hmm. old clark spoon yep mm-hmm. you know I mean, diamond jigs diamond jigs, diamond jigs. Um, hey now what about leader because uh spanish mm-hmm. mackerel notorious for having very sharp 
teeth mouths. Yep. Well, when we were catching them the other day, it was on Monday. We ponied up, and I was putting fifty pound fluorocarbon on there, mm-hmm. and they weren't cutting through it. Okay, now you could you could get the probably the best thing is just to go to like a six eight inch piece of seven strand. Yeah, wire wire. Okay, you know because you could you could tie it. Yeah, I agree. You and know, you know, I mean, especially if you if you got good people in the boat and guys that can throw and and not hook each other. I mean, yeah, that's key. You could pull up and, and if you, yeah, that's key. Yeah, really, you don't <laughs> yeah. want to get a, You don't want to get a gutcha plug in the right. side of the head. Yeah, I, I and I'm not a big fan of treble hooks. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. be honest I, with you. I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. The probably the last time I was hooked was because I was throwing a gotcha plug or something like that with a treble and the, and the other. You know, I went to grab the Spanish and mm-hmm. and it just flipped that second hook and, and now <sighs> you now you're stuck because you got the fish and the mm-hmm. hooks in your hand. So Boy, I'm, I'm with Kirk. You know, just like those those Clark spoons, one single. Yeah, you know, probably what one knot hook. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's just very safe. You know, mm-hmm. I mean this isn't this isn't rocket science. It isn't because you go out there and you'll see some birds working. Yeah. You see those turns dipping on those glass minnows that are being forced up by the Spanish. If I see that, I'll kick the boat out of gear and go here. Flip this over there. You see yeah. the birds? That's where you yeah, need. Yeah, them. you'll see them dipping. You'll yeah. see, yep. Not uh, not not the pelicans deep diving. But no, the, no. Turns, the turns, seagulls, royal turns, or, or yep. the lesser turns. Yep. yep. All right, let's take a break. Uh, we come back. We're going to do an LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. LV Hires supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across the southeast. So if you need to keep your business and Job running smoothly. Go to lvhires.com to learn more. Chris had an issue mm-hmm. this week. Ugh, ugh, I it's, still do. It's not very often, and I've noticed that um, it's happened in the last couple of years, you know, being on the river for years, never had to worry about no Sims. Never. And for some reason, they, they started to actually show up even in Georgia. I. I, 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 t- I had that conversation with you during deer season. Weird. I'm like, you know, we always had what they call those dog gnats, mm-hmm. which are awful, but they don't bite. Right. Now you're just getting your eyes. Yeah, and they get your oh, nose. They're, 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 they're yeah, terrible. They drive but, me crazy. But yep. this year, sitting in a tree stand, you can see the swarm. swarms. Swarms. And, 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 and mm-hmm. I'm like, what is And all of a sudden, they get into, into the, the, the box blind, and you're like, oh my God, that's, these are gnats. So, Chris, what happened this week? You, you, you had a bad experience with them? Well, I, I, I had, uh, was out on the back porch getting ready to let the dogs out, and I happened to look up, and coming, coming off of, oof, 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 coming off of <laughs> my that again? roof. That was good. Oof, oof. <laughs> coming off of my roof. Were literally no joke, millions of these things swarming in waves, mm-hmm. flying down off of my roof and across the yard, and then would come up to the to the screen door from my back porch, and and I couldn't I couldn't let the dogs out woof, woof, woof. because <laughs> of these down. stupid no seeums. Yeah. yeah, they're brutal. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was unreal. Okay, so, so uh, a couple years, Boo Boo had a recommendation. Yeah. This I've never seen this. Yeah, by it, the way, it works. Okay, so do you re- you remember years ago? Mm-hmm. Everybody used to buy Skinso Soft. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, Avon, that's right. And and Avon, if you remember, totally denied that it would work on bucks. They did not want you to buy it. Right, it, right. It was it was for 
your skin. It wasn't well, right. because they and, and, they and now they're making the damn well, stuff. Well, they didn't want a, a, it's hard to sell a, it's a beauty product. Yes, it's all branding. If it also can be used for bugs. But it's, it works. It worked. Skin's so soft. Kind of like Con Air. You can still, to this day, <laughs> right. go and buy the the original Skin So Soft and <laughs> use that to keep no seams away. Okay, my, my question is, when you open this up, does it smell like Skin So Soft? Um, a, a little bit, yeah. Okay. Yeah, a little bit. And what the product is that we're talking about, it's uh, skin, so, uh, skin So Soft Bug Guard Plus with Picaridin. And... Uh, we got this. This is what uh, what Boo recommended to us, and we we got it from Amazon. And it's like a wipes. They got wipes, lotions, and spray, and uh, it's a little pricey. With some bugs, I don't things care can how much be. It costs. Yeah, but no. if it works, it doesn't matter. And I'm yeah. just telling you that this stuff works. It really does. Okay, it really works. So, so you take it and you wipe it on your face and yeah. in, in your hair because yeah. that's where they like to go on your arms and your hands, and and they they stay away from you. Yep. Okay. Yep, I've it, never uh, seen anything work. It actually yeah. works. You know, yeah. For no seams, for here, no I've never seen anything work. Here's how you know because here, here's how you know that it works because where did Boo work for a long period of time? Oh, I know it. Cabin, Cabin Bluff. Bluff. The worst. The worst. Yeah. No seams. Yes. If the wind wasn't blowing out yeah. of the east, Horrible. you have ever seen. Yes. That place a buggy place, man. Yeah. Buggy place. Buggy. I mean, brutal. Deer flies are terrible up there. That's what they would have there okay and it works okay. so just telling you uh, if you haven't seen our facebook and instagram post folks uh go check it out it's a skin so soft bug guard plus keratin i think is uh, what it's called it's essentially it's an insect repellent you got towelettes you got spray you got lotion you can get uh, the different versions of it and uh, it flat out works so okay. if you're tired of the no seams and it's driving you crazy just already a little bit of this, and you'll be very happy. Okay. Sounds good. Does it come in a 55-gallon drum? That's <laughs> <laughs> your LB gear tip of the week. Yeah. And, and they, they have been, Chris. I'm, I'm with you in, in my backyard. Yeah. Um, the, mm. the, those CMs have, have been bad this year, but I'm just telling yeah, the, you, what, what we've some, seen in Georgia blows me away. Yeah, yeah. there's another product called the No-No CM mm-hmm. spray, mm-hmm. and yeah. that does yeah. work, yeah. too. Yep. Yeah, like no nats. That it's that same. Uh, no nats doesn't brand. quite work very well. I don't well think no nats is no as good as they put out. Yeah, well, I, I, I think it's either. like the same company that does no nats, no seams, and no, no mosquitoes. No, no, the no no seam is a different company. Oh, it, it is. Yeah, oh, no okay. nats works great for the like the black nats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for the no seams, it doesn't work great. Gotcha. No no seams works great for the no seams, but yep, yep, the best product, and uh, as Boo will attest to, is this. Uh, what we just talked about, the Skin So Soft Bug Guard Plus with Picaridin. So well, you know, we had we had uh, an insect guy come out just to look at some other stuff, and I was talking to him about it, and he said he said yeah that this is the worst that he's seen, and it's because of the temperatures that normally it's warmer at this time more consistently, but now because of, of the, the temperatures weather. being you know fluctuating a little bit and being down, it's it's perfect breeding ground for them. Yeah, huh. and, and so and so it's just a perfect and, storm. And, so more of them are being born, and that makes sense because a lot of times people think about gnats in the heat of the summer, and that's not when they're the worst. No, the the worst is October, November. Yep. Yeah. When yep. you get a warm day in October, November with mm-hmm. little oh my god, and then you kind of just take that same temperature, right? You know, now April, March, April, and when you get these kind of days, they just they're just terrible, man. Yep, and especially around dusk. 
Oh, so yeah. the worst. A question about since we're on the topic of bugs uh, was uh, went for a bike ride this week in Guana, uh-huh. and uh, uh, really enjoyed it. I went because uh, I, I did one with my dad. Remember I talked about last <laughs> week, and so this week I was like, you know what, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go into the north end. And I went on the north end, right. And the fly, the yellow flies. Oh, the even worst. on a bike. Oh, I hate yeah. them things, man. They'll bite right through your shirt. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, yeah. well, put big old welts on you. To you, you boy. Want. Why? And it's weird. They don't like the sunlight. No, they don't. It's no. weird. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Like, but, if if you're yes. in the sun. Mm-hmm. No flies. Right. If you're like on top of a hill. They're vampires. Yeah. That's what it yeah. is. Okay. And then as soon as you go into a shadow. Evil bloodsucker. It's like. Eh. <laughs> I'm always amazed how they go through what a piece of that? cotton. Like a, if you're wearing a cotton shirt or one of those thin skin shirts. <laughs> yes. They'll get on your shoulders. Well, I had. And they'll eh. bore right through it. Ugh. Wear me out. Oh, my eh. gosh. Hey, uh, just uh, a quick update. Yeah. To, uh, from Mr. Rick Stinson. Uh-huh. Um, no, no, some is out of business. Real no, no, seem is. Yep. Wow. Yep. Wow. Yep. So better hold on to that last ball. No, I got. no, see him. <laughs> better, that's right. <laughs> really? So, yep. what, does he got anything? Oh, they've got all kinds of stuff. Well, I know. What's he got? To ask I don't him? know. Uh, all right, Rick. Uh, Rick, uh, uh, what do you? What? What's the product that you guys got? Yeah. At Strike Zone, um, because yeah, the no, no, seem stuff, man, that worked great. Oh yeah. Yeah. Can't believe it. Wow. That's a bummer. They call yep. it. No, no, see him. But I, I'm just trying to figure out why. It's, why it's no, no, gone. Why no, does a yellow no, fly? No, 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 no more. No, mo, no, see him. Why does a yellow fly? Okay, I don't know. Attack you in the shade, but then in the sunlight, for the most part, how does leave you he alone. know to get you right between the shoulder blades? I don't know. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I'm serious. Get you. Yeah. You you can't reach it. And you're on the tractor, and you Terrible. start doing circles and it's stuff. A, it's a coordinated attack. It is. And you're flicking your shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clever girl. It's, it's, yes. Clever girl. And you mm-hmm. you got to wear like a thick cotton, regular cotton shirt. You can't wear this new performance fabric Mm-mm. type shirts, man. They just sit there oh, and they laugh love that. at you. Yeah. Oh, they just, they just <laughs> yeah. put their little they proboscis oh, through that and yeah. just shove it right in there. And next thing you know, they're in your skin, and or it leaves the nastiest welts. They do, mm-hmm. man. They're awful. <laughs> Brutal. Oh, speaking of bugs. Went uh, happy birthday to Chris Stevens last Saturday. Yeah, happy birthday. And, oh, yeah. and he put some, some bugs in to boil. I haven't had any crawfish all year. And do you like crawfish? Uh, oh, I'm okay. Oh, I, eat, I yeah. eat my weight in them. <laughs> I love I mean, it's, crawfish. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's, uh, but yeah, it's not. I mean, it, it, put it this way. Okay. If I got a shrimp. And I got a crawfish. I'm eating the shrimp. I'm eating the shrimp. Really? Yep. Yeah, me too. Okay. Well, he did the 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 crawfish boil with shrimp. Okay. You know, I mean, so so we had crawfish, but I I, I had a kind of a, a funny experience because I'd never been to Chris's house, mm-hmm. and he lives mm-hmm. in Ocean Way, mm-hmm. uh, Northside, right? Mm-hmm. And that's um, like going on vacation for you. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's it's, a haul, man. It, it was forty. That's a haul from my house. Forty-five miles. Oh yeah, yeah forty-five miles. So anyway, um. Pull up to Chris's house, really nice house. And family's in the backyard. He's getting ready for the bull. Carrie and I get out. We got our cooler, you know, this, that, and the other. And I, and I, <laughs> I I'm, I, Jeff, I, I love my lawn. Okay. I'm a mower. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm going to tell you right now. I love mowing. I love yeah. keeping my grass. And, 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 and I walk back there and I'm like, it's, it's like um, a foot and a half of clover. What? His entire backyard. I'm like, my like, Chris. Like a food plot? Yeah, like a food plot. And I'm like, man, it, and if it was a food plot, it would be like spectacular. 
Okay. So but this he, is his backyard. Was right? he bow hunt? <laughs> so, 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 um, I, and I, I had to ask. I'm like, dude, I, you know, why don't you mow your damn backyard? I mean, you can't even see people's shins over there, you uh-huh. know? And he's like, oh, it's for the bees. The bees. The bees. Okay. Beehives. Yeah. And so his dad. Very cool. His, I like His that. dad, who's his next door neighbor, mm-hmm. does honey. Clover Which we had a little birdie honey. tell us that. Yes. And, nice. uh, and I was like, yeah. so why haven't we had any honey from Chris Stevens? Right. Well, we got that handled. Um, but I, I just had to. Give him a hard time, you know. I'm like, oh, so the next time I go to mow the grass, I'm like, honey, no, it's for the bees. Uh, <laughs> the bees. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's bees. Don't, you don't have to cut the grass. You don't have to cut the grass. Now they have some cows. Okay. Mr. Stevens has some cows. So they let the cows in there every now and then. Well, not very often because no, it'll cr- no, crush but, the clover. But, yeah, exactly. But I just thought that was that was funny. and I um, That's I call, interesting. Yeah. And what, is it red or white clover? It's white. It's white. Cool. Very mm. cool. Yeah. And uh, I will tell you this Carrie and I have. Um, That's some good honey. The now. honey. And it's. it's I, and I'll be honest, with you, I'm not like giant honey guy. Mm-hmm. This honey is flipping amazing. Is it, it is. Is it unpasteurized? Money, honey. What's that? Unpasteurized? They just harvest it and just harvest put it in the jars? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's coming right out of the damn beehive. I like it like that. Yeah. I mean, we got that, that couple jars from. Uh, the beekeeper that does this, our place this, in Fargo. This, this stuff's amazing. Oh, yeah. That stuff, stuff when, is when, money. When, when, you, when, you, when you taste this, it, you just taste different. It is it's right. so good. We I got put some. honey on everything. Did he Did he share a little for, for the boys? I got some. some? Yeah, right. I got give some. Us some love. Yeah. Right, Chris, Thank you, Chris. That's very that. generous. Oh, and I got a dozen brown eggs from him, too, because he okay. sells eggs, too. Not for y'all, but, I, you know, a good, I mean, brown eggs. Yeah, I'm not a big egg eater. Really? I like eggs. No, oh, every now and again. Well, I, I bring them in eggs. for Jeff, and I'll take them. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big eight. I, mean, I, I, like I had three I this eggs. morning before I came. But I, I don't eat a lot of them, but I like eggs. Every yeah. day. Trust me. Yeah. Give me you know, give me scrambled eggs. Or no, not scrambled eggs. Excuse me. Fried eggs and bacon. Yeah. With, with some toast. Yeah. I'm all over that. Come on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Me too. You know, or, but, I mean, just I just don't eat them very often. There's some people, like, yeah. every day. No, that's me. I don't eat eggs. I'm everyday egg. But I love bold eggs, deviled eggs. Yep. Scrambled eggs, fried yep. eggs. Those, uh, by the way, just uh, let Poached everybody know. Eggs. Barbecue the, eggs. The Easter <laughs> egg toffee. Kirby Co. Egg Builders gumbo. cooking tip of the week with the uh, deviled eggs. We did them. Yes. They were tremendous. Tremendous, yes. Mm. Not we will tear them. Listen, tremendous. Listen, yes. it, that, they don't call it the incredible edible egg for nothing. Correct. Very true. Exactly. Yeah. Very true. All right, uh, 904-641-1010. When we come back, we're going to talk to Buck about the Nat stuff and the no And you, 904-641-1010, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Hey, uh, Hagen Coastal Outfitters has a, literally, they just got the truck. It came in this week. They have a ton of kayaks, and now they have a ton of Hobies. <laughs> so if you're in the market for a kayak, stand-up paddleboard, man, Hagen Coastal Outfitters is the place to go. And uh, Old Town, Hobie, Crescent, and then don't forget they've got the uh, the boat stuff, uh, the inflatable paddle boards and also they have a pedal drive now the boat does a, a, an inflatable pedal drive really? uh, kind of paddle board i guess you could say huh. last year they came and, have, and this is such a 
interesting market. Boat came out with, and it was at the shot show this past summer that uh, that we went to. They had this pedal drive inflatable boat kayak, and it was the product of the year at the. Uh, what the they, shot what show. do they call it again? ICAST. The ICAST. ICAST. Okay, ICAST. I, was thinking, I was thinking shot show for a minute, yeah. but it was the product of the year at ICAST. Right. They just recently came out. Boat did with an inflatable. That's interesting. Um, board. I wonder okay. how they do that. And then instead of it having like sides like a kayak, it's like a you can sit on a chair that sits on this board that you can now put a pedal drive in. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. You know, so for people that don't have the truck to carry something, right? You know, you just throw it in the trunk and then blow it up, <laughs> and then blow it up when you get there with a little, you know, that's cool cigarette lighter plug thingy thing for your car. Hmm. Interesting though. Anyway, all right, let's go to the phone lines. Buck wanted to talk some Nat stuff. Morning, Buck. Hey, good morning, guys. Morning. Uh, to start off with, I worked uh, right next to Captain Bluff for about nine years, and you're exactly right about the amount of gnats that are up there. Brutal. Uh, along with yellow flies and black flies. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, secondly, uh, I don't know if you know, the Cape Mary's Georgia has been known as the sand gnat capital of the world. So that fits right in with it. But thirdly, uh, when I'm cleaning fish, and the gnats start coming around me, uh-huh. I just get my thermosail, the little thermosail. Yeah. And just stick it in the top pocket of my fishing shirt. It's a little warm, but they go, they leave. <laughs> you get, that thing can get hot. Start sniffing that yeah, stuff, too. Yeah, you get, hot, you hot, get a buzz going, yeah, you know. You don't have to put the skin to soft on, which does work. But yeah. Uh, I, I just said it, a lot of times I'll just set it right there on the, my fish cleaning station, and it'll clear them right up. So uh, huh. give it a try. Okay. I always thought. That the thermocell didn't work for no oh, for no seams. It does. I huh. guarantee you. Because if they start, I don't even take it out there. But when they start coming around and biting me, I just run to the garage and get it and set it down and okay, keep on doing my stuff. All right. You huh. know, I, because we we've had we've had folks ask about that if, if while they are fishing on a boat, mm-hmm. and and I, and I believe there's just too much wind. Yeah, the wind would de- definitely bother it. Yeah, yeah okay. If it's windy, a lot of times the nets aren't as bad. But that's right. right. But yes, they're exactly right. If it's, if you, it's windy, you, you it, have it to have. Won't help you. Yeah, and so essentially, what, what you're saying is that, okay, a thermocell. If the thermocell can put that cloud of anti-bug things, going to keep it around you, mm-hmm. then okay, it'll keep that's, them away. Right. Exactly right. But yeah. if you got a little bit of a breeze, the noceums are like, oh well, you know, it's not really. You know, the, the, it blows away the yep. cloud. Yep, yeah, it does. But then, if it's really yeah. windy, then it blows away the no seam. Right. So then you don't. But so there, the a, a middle of the road area there. Mm-hmm. Okay, where that it's not going to work. Soil is not going to work. Right. Okay. I'm always amazed. Like for me, fishing the jetties. If you get out there this time of year on a really really calm morning, I don't know how they come out there, but they fly all the way out there and they'll jump all over you. Oh my god! At the tip of the rock. Yeah. And you're like, how in the heck do they know we're out here? <laughs> I mean, we're a mile off the yeah, beach. Yeah, they're looking for you. How do they know? How do it know? I mean, how well, do it know? It's worldwide coordination. Exactly. So, what it is. So, uh, Buck, have you ever tried that uh, that skin so soft Bug Guard Plus oh, with oh, the yeah. keratin? It, not, not the new stuff. No, I've used the old stuff. Yeah, the old the skin so soft skin so stuff. Soft, yep. yeah. 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 And here, does, here's but. the one thing, though, and, and Buck, you, you, maybe you'll agree with me. I mean, that skin so soft thing, I'm fine with putting it on, but it literally, I, I smell. Like a girl. I smell forever, like 
a perfume shop. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't like carrying it around with me. Yeah. It's greasy. <laughs> it's it is greasy too. It's greasy. I mean, it's greasy. Yeah. And the worst yeah. thing is if they're yeah. if they're really bad, you gotta put it in you, your hair. Yeah, that's right. You do. Know. You got to. Because yeah. they'll get down your hair follicles and drive you I, nuts. I, I used to drown myself in that stuff when oh. I when I when I used to gig mm-hmm. at nighttime. Man, you look like you got I, I, I didn't care. I didn't care either. Yeah, I won't I, care either. Yeah. But I mean it they you know, Oh, it's so, awful. If yeah. you get if all of a sudden you you get done with what you're doing, then like you have to go by the grocery store. People but, you're walking by people and they're going, oh, what's wrong with him? That dude right there is wearing perfume. <laughs> <laughs> Something wrong with that well, guy, what, man. What, that what big I'm dude. Comment. That big dude. <laughs> what's that dippity doo he's got in his hair there? All slick back. Oh, yeah. it's skin so soft. Yeah. <laughs> so so Buck, you had a final thought? Yeah, one final thought is when we when I did work next to uh, Captain Bluff, we had we wore white helmets, and it was interesting when the black flies are out, you could be out in the woods and the, the whole helmet would be covered with black flies. I don't know why they went to that color, but they did. they love white. They love white. Yeah, they, they I don't and, know what and, it is. And, and I'll tell you the other thing that loves white, love bugs. Yep, they will cover oh, up God. your white Willie. Yes, sir. I've seen them come out there offshore. Nine miles. They, they just cover. I don't, your I don't boat. know why they like white, but they it, weird. They, they, they abs- yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it is weird. Very strange. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks, buddy. All right, thank Appreciate you, Buck. You, Buck. All right, uh, David has a good bug solution. Let's go talk to him. Good morning, David. Hey, morning, guys. Hey, so I'm up here in uh, St. Mary's area, and uh, they can be pretty, pretty awful up yeah. here in the marsh. Uh, and so I have this stuff. A uh, guy I work out on the base with showed me and it is the it never fails it's it's a hair sheen so like you use it for your hair or whatever you can get it at walmart um but it's olive oil and coke it's uh yeah it's like an olive oil and coconut oil mix it's for your hair it's super cheap comes in a huge can but i kid you not it is like it creates like a a a barrier you can see them around you You just come on for real it's an aerosol can. Like I said, it comes in like a, I don't know, like a 12-ounce can. You just spray some in your hair, you know, spray some in your hands, rub it in your hair, rub it on your clothes, rub it on your arms. You get a good tan, and they hold that. I, you, 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 I, you, you have got to send yes. a picture of what it is so that we, we can try this yes. out. I, I certainly will. Yep. Literally, everybody, I thought, like, this dude was crazy, and everybody, you know, that I tell is like, no way. But you just gotta try it to believe it. Uh, it is it's incredible. Hey, stuff. look, we're all about it. I mean, when Kirk first yeah. told us about a thermosol, we told him he was crazy. <laughs> and and it's, it's it's it to this day, it's the greatest invention in hunting yeah. ever. Um, I got a I got a can in the work truck, can in this truck, can in my my boat. I got cans in the garage. It's, yeah, it's, all right. <laughs> you got to take a picture and send it to us. All right, we'll do. Thanks, guys. All right, thank you. That's interesting. Like who who comes up with that idea first? I don't know. You know what? You, you know, you know what it's called? Someone. It's called desperation. Yeah, yeah. ingenuity. amongst us. If it's yeah. a hair product, then you. I guess you. Somebody try, had it in their hair, and yeah. somebody that was with them didn't, and so one had an issue, one didn't. Yeah, that's. I mean, but I mean, it sounds like cooking spray. It, it sounds, does. It sounds oil. like an alternative to yeah, to and coconut Pam. oil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, it's used for hair. That's what he That's said. That's what he said. Okay, I can't wait to see the picture yeah. on this. Yeah, that'll be interesting. <laughs> it's. I tell you what, man. This is just. This show is just sideways. Place, man. Sideways. All right. Well, uh, let's get.
back on the straight and narrow. Let's take a break here on the Nimnik Buick I, I, GMC Outdoor Show. Have you show. been fishing this week? Yeah, I went out a couple I, days. I, I want to hear what I he's been I fished three doing. days. Yeah. I know. I fished three days. Good for you. I did. I did. And uh, had have a couple good stories to share right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. CNH Marine Construction, if you've got a piece of waterfront heaven and you want to make it even better, CNH Marine Construction can handle it. They do the bulkheads, docks, boathouses. He sent me a picture of a dock that he did this week. And and it was so it was the deck up in the yard, Jeff, mm-hmm. with the steps going all the way down yep. to the dock, and then the dock. It was like spectacular. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, they can do they can do that too. So if you got like a you want to do a deck that leads down to a dock or just yeah. a deck, I mean they yeah. they can handle everything. Yeah. CNH Marine Construction is the place to call. All right, uh, let's go to the phone lines. Uh did you get the picture of the hair product? I did. And uh <laughs> we we need a clear picture of it though. Yeah. The, the but, picture but, that you got. So is, so is this so you've used this stuff, Tommy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 No, it really does work. It's legit. That guy was right. Does it work we, on your I hair? How, how does your hair look? Uh, yeah. Like I'm a pretty much like a zero on the guard clipper. You know. <laughs> so like my uh, I have my straw hat on and just sprayed all over me, kind of like Newman off Seinfeld in the turkey episode. And uh, <laughs> well, it, uh, but for a guy through. who actually does have hair. I'd also like to know how it works for the sheen of so, said yeah, what, quaff. What, what does, let me ask you guys this. What does nourishing sheen spray mean? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, a great tan. A what, great oh, tan. Oh, it's, it's, for your t- it's for a tan? No, but that's the cooking spray. That's right. That's right. You got to cook your skin. Cook your skin. Nice get rid bait. of the noceums. <laughs> wow, this is like this is like a panacea. I love it. Yeah. Huh. No, but it really does work. Okay. I'm sorry the picture wasn't clear, Kev. I, I, I saved it off, but I had it. You know. Yeah. I just kind of clipped it. Hey, real quick on a lighter note. The uh, yesterday. Uh, Coming up Racetrack Road, uh, we have flag football practice over there off Racetrack. And coming back to Mandarin, I cut across uh, Bishop Estates. So as soon as I turn on Bishop Estates, about eight, yeah, 7.50 or so, a little a doe runs across the road. Like, literally, we had to lock it up before we hit it. So now we keep on going up the road a little ways along the riverside in one of the pretty houses. There's two spotted fawns that are bedded down in the grass. Oh, nice. And like, like we drove by Middlestone Case and goes, Dad. Two, two, two baby deer. And I, what? And he's like, I was like, they're fake. He's like, no, I saw them move. So we stopped, turn around, come back, and sure enough, their heads turned. So I stopped and turned. I mean, like, it was awesome. They stayed there for about five minutes, and finally they kind of got tired of us looking at them and got up and went on, you know, back behind the, the property. But, yep. yeah, on Bishop Estates Road, we saw seven deer last night huh. on Bishop Estates. Yep. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. I mean, they're there, but it's a lot of deer for one night. Yeah, that's, that's cool but stuff. Yeah, yeah, try the cooking spray. It really does work. It's uh, legit okay. and it's cheap, and uh, it keeps them no seams off. And you only use it. It's you know, it's just one of them things you kind of keep in the toolbox or your you know your boat storage, and you put yeah. it on and it's gonna rock out. Okay, thanks, Tommy. Yeah, later, dude. Yeah. Mm. Now, if if you got bugs, it'll ruin a day. 
To totally. I mean, just ruins oh, yeah. the outdoor yeah. experience. I mean, it, and it doesn't matter what you're doing. I don't care whether you're mowing the lawn, no, you're, you're fishing, right. you're sitting in a box blind, whatever. When you, when you get bugs like that, man. Yeah. Um, and it takes about one second to destroy it. Yeah. It's just, well, and one of the things that, uh, you know, when we're, we're in Florida, so we got bugs and we got sun. And so you want to protect yourself from both when you can. And for many years, Kevin, we used to have that bullfrog. Mosquito coast. Mosquito coast. Yeah, and it worked. It worked. It's, and it's, yeah. You can't get that anymore, man. Uh-uh. You can't. They don't. They, don't, they really? do. They make it. They're still making it. I okay. look for it everywhere I go. I can't find it. That's the best sunscreen I have ever made. I haven't seen, oh, absolutely. I mean, I remember that, we had boxes of those packets. That, 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 I nursed those, those things forever. Those, it was a little spray bottle, right? Yeah, those yeah. gel packs that oh, we used to have were that was that money. Was the best sunscreen. It had was. a little bit of alcohol in it. But it was clear. Uh, I'm, yep. I'm just saying is that uh, the, you can you can now still get that stuff. It's Bullfrog Mosquito Coast, and uh, you got it on Amazon. Okay, so, so and it was both. It was a sunscreen, correct? It, yeah. And so here it is. Okay, available at Amazon. I'll be darned. Okay, Bullfrog Mosquito Coast, and. It's a uh, repels up to eight hours, and I, and I can tell you that it worked because I I, I use that because I, I still have one of those squirt bottles on, and it's yep. just about empty. Right. That you gave me how many years ago? Oh was my that? gosh, fifteen it, years. Yeah, ago? absolutely. Yeah, it's it's probably. I used to take a bath in that now, stuff. I was gonna yeah. say, yeah, Woo, that's pretty ripe at this point. Yeah, but I mean, it still works. It, it still works. It still works. Yeah, it works incredible. Yeah, Mosquito Coast was great. Stuff. It does not it's prevent the yellow flies though. No, it nothing does, not. does on no, the no, no, no. no. I, I, I've never seen anything. So yeah, I still use that, and and uh, and and it's great because you know what? I'm not, I'm not putting on two different things, one for sun and then one for bugs, and uh, and I I like it. So I hmm. actually used it. Uh, th- I used it uh, this week a couple different times. One day and a couple days in the kayak. And that is by far of all the sunscreens I've used over the years. That is the best. It's the it's the handiest, especially when you're. Outside in the woods. Well, the thing I always liked about bullfrog is that you would spray it on your hand and wipe it on, yep. and the alcohol would evaporate, and it wasn't greasy. No, it wasn't. Yeah. It was, and you was would not get sunburned. No, at all. You didn't have to put. put it I on, totally agree. Put it on one time. Yep, and that's it. Yep. I've, I, and I've never found a sunscreen that works as, as good as that. Uh-uh. I agree. Well, they still got it. Yep. So there you go. I, I, I actually the reason I know that it, it's available is when. This week, I uh, started to spray it, and you know, and you, you got a little pump-up spray, and you start spraying. If you don't hold it just right, it won't spray because you're starting to run out. Yeah, you know what yes, I mean. Yes, yes, yes. I, and I was like, oh man, what am I going to do now? I mean, I, I'm run- this is my last one. All right, so you've used it because you've been going in Guana. You found a new playground. Well, I went in Guana on on the kayak last weekend. <laughs> yeah. One day, and then I went in, and I went, and me and Tara did, and and we just went for like it's a little casual, little little uh, paddle, paddle, whatever you want to call it, and uh, caught a couple fish, and then I went back and fished again, in, in the morning, and and I had a couple really nice fish, a couple, I mean, well, a couple. I had I'd lost a really good redfish on top water. Mm. And I caught a nice trout, about three and a half pounds, and one small red. But it wasn't real. It's wasn't just, fired up. No, it wasn't fired up. Right. And then uh, I took the bike with a fishing pole and went for a ride in Iguana on the bike. In the management area itself. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> Do you see anybody else? 
Yeah, there was a couple people. Okay. This guy was uh, jogging, a couple others on bikes. But but it's uh it was cool. I mean, it was it was just a lot of fun to kind of see what I've never seen, you know, that yeah. that's the area that you I mean, grew up in. Yeah. And uh, and they do uh, they do a tremendous job, I think, of, of of managing that place and and so I brought the fishing pole and figured that I was going to try to catch a fish in a spot that you've known for your uh-huh. whole life. And uh, I get there, and I'm like, this is pretty neat. But it, there's not – I mean, there's there's not a whole lot of access. When I say there's no. not a whole lot of access, it's not like there's this nice manicured no. bank to walk around. Mm-mm. No. Uh, yeah, you're you're getting muddy. It's wild. you got to have some nasty wet. shoes or boots. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Oyster shells all in that oyster mound? Well, no, I was back in the freshwater. So oh, oh, really? Yeah. I, I did both. Oh, okay. I did both, but I first started out on the, on the freshwater side. And I just, all I brought was a, a spinning rod, and then I brought a, a couple jig heads and uh, gulps with the little curly tails. Mm-hmm. And then I brought a, a different gulp that has a paddle tail. And I said, you know, I said, well, I should be able to catch something with that. And I go to the to the first McNeil's Pond, I think mm-hmm. it was. For, oh, no, no. No, first of all, I went to Diego. Diego, Diego Pond, yep. And, uh, like, I mean, if you're going to walk around yeah. that thing, dude, you better have some snake boots. Yeah, right. And I'm talking, uh, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, waist-high yeah. snake yeah. boots. Oh, I yeah, mean, man. it's thick. Yeah, it's nasty. It's nasty. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, when I went to that one, I'm like, man, this is awesome. If I had, uh, like, a paddleboard or if you had a, a little mini kayak, it'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. But, to, but to try to get around and fish that, I mean, that's just not happening. Right. So then I went to McNeil's Pond and – so I said, yeah, this is doable, but I'm going to have to get wet. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, I'm going to get wet. I'm going to get wet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I started wading around in my tennis shoes, you know, and I got out to a spot and I caught a couple bass and mm-hmm. I was like, this is awesome. And then I, when I caught the first one, uh, I look to the, I guess it would be the north. Okay. And I saw the biggest freaking alligator mm-hmm. i'd be the first reason i wouldn't wade in that pond yeah. and i ain't joking it's always he was at least 10 foot oh. there's there's some dinosaurs out there buddy. yeah at least 10 foot yeah mm-hmm. uh, big big alligator uh-huh. i saw one earlier i mean I, let me i got a stupid question so is there any signs that around there that are like uh don't go wading no 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 yeah no <laughs> okay i'll tell you what that place right there is the largest concentration of pygmy rattlers i've ever seen yeah it does it's it's, they are everywhere it's loaded with everything loaded yep that's one of the reasons you know well first of all when you when you go to a place like that you're way away from anything Mm -hmm. are you dang skippy you're by yourself Mm -hmm. and uh so i don't even know if cell phone work back in there it does it does okay but when you tried when you when you're thinking about waiting first of all you're thinking of a couple things one when you're on the dry ground, you're thinking rattlesnakes, mm-hmm. okay? You're kind of taking a peek. And then once you start to wade in the water, now you're thinking cotton Water moccasins. Water yeah. moccasins, okay? Yeah. Yeah. There's no way to get away from him. No, uh. and, and, and and moccasins ain't. Yeah, they ain't shy. They're not. No. So, uh, so, you know, trying to be cautious and caught first fish, and then I saw that big alligator, and I was like, oh, my God. And he he was showing himself mm-hmm. you know he was had all of his back uh, out of the water yeah, you know yep. look how big i am mm-hmm. and i was like Oof. Yeah. and uh so i was like all right note to self keep an eye on that so i did and so i started walking around a little bit more and, and then caught another one of course you know when you're catching a fish it's splashing mm-hmm. 
He starts coming closer. And I was like, oh, okay. time to leave. And I said, all right. Now, when he was still, you know, 50, 60 yards away, and I said, I'm still good. And I stayed there, and I, I fished a little bit more. But I, you got, I got to have a weedless Yeah, you do. Bait. I mean, yeah. the, the jig head thing, and then I, I, I right. called Kevin because I was just going to say, hey, man, I caught a fish at McNeil's. And I, and I said, all right, now I got to modify. So I'm sitting there, and I got my – my pocket knife and the jig head, and because this jig head is not weedless, I'm going to make it a little bit more weedless. So I got my pocket knife out, and I'm shaving the lead off of this jig head. Okay? Shaving the you – know, literally, uh-huh. right. I, I want to get it to where it's just a hook. Yeah. yeah. So I'm shaving all the weight off. You know, I'm shaving it, shaving it, shaving it, <laughs> shaving it, shaving it. You know, unfortunately, I didn't pull a kirk and cut my finger off mm-hmm. or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so I get it down to where it's just almost like a bare hook and then re-rig the – the bait and I catch another one and uh but yeah you got to have a weedless thing to, to be able to fish that but it uh but yeah the gator got a little bit closer and then i was like all right yeah yeah that, that, that that's enough and mm-hmm. so yeah so but yeah but that was cool yeah and uh a, a great experience i saw gopher tortoises and then i went to jones creek jo- jones creek mm-hmm. there's a spot there in jones creek and i said you know what how cool would it be to say i caught a bass and then i caught yeah. something salt water so that's jinx mm-hmm. landing where mm-hmm. you were at which is on Jones Creek. Okay. Yep. And they got like a little picnic table mm-hmm. there. And, yep. and uh, so I waited out to, you know, to where I could cast. Yeah. And there's some oysters mm-hmm. oh, yeah. all up in there. And That's a fishy spot. Buddy, man. it looks good. It, it, that is one fishy spot. But, you know, I couldn't get, I couldn't fish enough of it. Right. You know? I mean, from the bank, you, you just. I, I know exactly what you're saying. You can't walk. Yeah. You no, sink. It, it, yeah, it's, it's just, it, to, to get to where you really need to cast, it's yeah. just nasty. Yeah. Yep. So, but it was, man, what a, what a pretty place yes yeah what it, a pretty is, place. it is a beautiful beautiful spot so I enjoy it. all right uh, let, let's take a break yep. and uh we come back we'll talk to mr tim carney mm-hmm. right here on the nimnick buick gmc outdoor show welcome back to the nimnick chevrolet outdoor show and uh steenhatchee river club you want to have a little getaway Man, I know a bunch of people who are going. A yeah, place to go. Leon's getting ready to go over there for a week. Chris Stevens is getting ready to go over there for a I week. I was watching a, a fishing show on uh, yeah, I, TV I saw tonight. The text. I sent you all the text. Yeah. Yeah. It was huh. about that. It's cool Very stuff. Nice. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you want to go and get away, 352-498-3222 is the phone number for Steenhatchee River Club, or you can... Go to the homepage of OutdoorShow.com to us back-to-back. Click on the Steenhatchee River Club link right at the bottom of the page. So uh, the, the cool thing about uh, the little bike ride that I took was, you know, I, I, I went into Guana off of Mickler Road. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Mickler Road? <laughs> no, Mickler. <laughs> Mickler Road. <laughs> Gordon, is it chief? Or, <laughs> is it chief or chef? <laughs> so it's it's. Now I know this is going to sound crazy. It's Jones's Creek. Jones's Creek, not, not Jones. Not, Creek. not Jones Creek. Okay, right. Jones's Creek. Jones. All right, that, yeah, right, yeah. Right, whatever. Uh, that, that that's Nick. I'm a quick that, learner. That's Nick. 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 That's Nickel and Diamond. Yeah, thank you. All right, yeah. the uh, uh, and it's Michler Road. Yes, it's Michler Road, which I've known that for many yes, years. I was saying Michler just yeah, to, because, just to tweak Gordon. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Exactly. That did. Is it Dago or Diego? I always say Dago. Dago Pond. Dago Pond. Yeah. Okay. And then McNeil's. McNeil's. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mm. uh, is it Guana or uh, Guana? Guana. Guana. 
Guana? Guana or Guana? <laughs> Golly. <laughs> Splitting hairs again here. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, let's go to the phone lines and uh, bring up Mr. Tim Carney this morning. Morning, Tim. Hey. Good morning, fellas. <clears throat> I just uh, wanted to remind everybody today is the uh, 63rd annual Selfish Pot Party. Okay. And I'm on my way down to uh, Price's Oyster House to get 15 bushels of some uh, Crescent Beach oysters. Wow. Mm. Crescent Beach. Yeah. yeah those are good. Uh, those are good ones, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we haven't had much bushels. rain. And, yeah, the, the rain is really going to make them, the oysters really uh, much better because we haven't had much. No. And, uh, I don't know. Y'all know, but, you know, oyster filters out a gallon point three gallons per hour. And uh, that's what makes them so good when there's, uh, you know, when it's real good, clean water. And I know, Kevin, you know, down there, it's been real pretty, I'm sure. Yep. No, there's no, and, and uh, you know, water temperature has a lot to do with it, too. And it, it has not gotten warm, Tim. You know, I mean, it's right. it's been yeah. in, in the low 70s. Uh, yeah. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, we're going to have some of the best oysters. And like I say, i got a big steamer that we're going to steam some and have a raw table. And uh, it's going to be at the... Uh, the Legion, American Legion, uh, 1127 up off Atlantic Boulevard there. It's uh, 65 at the door, but you get steak, baked potato, beverages, you know, salad. We'll have a bunch of nice door prizes. Um, and like you say, all the oysters you can eat. And, you know, <laughs> if anybody's gone out and tried to eat oysters at a restaurant, it's pretty darn expensive. Yeah. Yeah. How, that, that that tradition for that goes back how far, Tim? Oh, my gosh. 63 years. And, you know, the guy asked me about was talking about Charlie Hammaker. Well, Charlie won it. Uh, we've had Jimmy Gavin. We've had you know, Jerry Pittman, the Pittmans, Roger Walker, Rick Riles. I threw it back in the 91 and 93. Terry Wallace, 63 names on that trophy that, uh, you know, it's, it's didn't, really uh, Didn't Fred Morrow win it there. one time? Who's that? Fred Morrow. Yep. All right. So, so, so explain to people, though, why, why you do this. And and kind of the rules, you know. I mean, the, the you know of it, the reason they have a selfish pot party is you throw your money in the hat, and whoever catches the first right. fish of the season. Yeah. Uh, so so explain right. that to us. Yeah, well, back in you know back in '59, uh, um, a couple of guys got together and they uh, you know they had a, a AM band radio on the boat. It was a 2738 was the was the uh, actual band that they talked on. And uh, they they would talk on the radio. They never got to see each other or know who each other was. So they they had this little party, and uh, the guy said, "Well, let's let's put a dollar in the pot, and everybody whoever catches the first selfish wins the pot, and they get to host the party the next year." And uh, I think the first pot was about twelve or fifteen dollars. And uh, so over the years, it's become you know a really big deal with all the local all the local fishermen, you know, that uh-huh. like to go offshore a little bit. And uh, you don't have to have a big boat to catch a sailfish. They're all on the beach during the summer. And uh, we have about it's six or eight, Tim, Tim Altman, you know, Chris Rooney, a bunch of us all help the winner to make sure the party goes on, you know, and has it successful. All right. So, and, uh, you, so, so you throw your money in the hat. It's what, $25, isn't it? No, you you pay to get in, and that's that, that's your entry. Into oh, okay, the, okay, that's, uh, that's, that's part of your entry. So, so, so you pay yep. to get in. Are there boundaries? Uh, yeah, you can't you can't go past BR, and you can't go into Georgia. You can uh, or into St. Augustine. It's got to be the uh, you know party grounds, Jacksonville party grounds. Okay, and uh, 
it's uh you know anywhere from br inshore to the beach and like i said we've only had three times that the pot rolled over and nobody caught the fish and uh i'm sure there were some fish caught there was just Whoever caught him really didn't want to man up and try to throw this party because it is a little bit of a challenge. <laughs> yeah, we're talking quite a few hundred people coming yeah. up. For so, in other words, yeah. you get punished for yes, having a party. You do. Yeah. Or for winning. Well, it's, it's a thing. It's, yeah. It's, it's an honor to win the prize, but, you know, there's a price to pay for the honor. So, <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean, it's going to be a good time, guys. And if, you know, you like eating steak and chicken wings and, and, uh, it's a stag party. The women used to have their own party, but this is all stag, all men. And there'll probably be upwards to 150. You know, back in the day when I did it, Harry Wallace and us, we all we had about 300 to 350 guys at the Ramallah Club. And and uh, we went to the Shriners, and now we're, we're over here at the Legion, and I think we found a new home over here. It's a really, really nice venue, and it's close for everybody to drive to. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we will have Ubers. Is there anybody does have happen to have a little bit too much partying and we will get you home safe and uh it's just a just a big uh big group of guys have been doing it for a long time and uh the guy that called in about charlie hammaker he's still doing pretty good he's not quite as sharp as he used to be him and maryland are doing real well good and, uh, that's cool that's good. awesome so, some, some of the yeah. most memorable shows we ever had was with charlie that was fun yeah. stuff man. yeah good dude oh yeah he's a great guy yeah. and you know, uh, have our prayers with George straight. He's having a few problems with his feet. So y'all pray for George yes. and, uh, everything, you know, hope they'll turn out good. He's, uh, like you say, he's a great guy, but the guy, Rick Yanger is throwing the party. Um, I've known Rick a long time and he's a really good guy. He's working hard. He's, uh, you know, he's probably, probably as nervous as he's ever been today, so. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got a lot of help and, you know, I hope people listen to the show got to come out if they want to and like you say those crescent bee torches are going to be clean and salty and uh going to be really good so all right. thanks mm. thank you tim good stuff That's tim awesome. man yeah good appreciate stuff. it all right. okay buddy y'all have a good day yeah right. you too standing man. by Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a huge tradition for the it, it is the beaches community to have that pot party. Mm-hmm. It really is. I mean, you think of all the, the the old. It's probably the one thing that I've never participated in. Really? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I, I know I got chastised a couple times because I caught sailfish early in the season. And they're like, and first thing they'd say on the radio, "You in the pot party?" Yeah. And yeah, I go, yeah. "Nope." <laughs> and they go, "Why not?" Because I don't want to host the party. <laughs> Why well, I don't want to do it? How how many? Sailfish, have you guys each caught? I had the best year I ever had last year. Like so, like, so I mean, can so, you get a ballpark number? Of okay, the so total let, let, me, let me let me back up just a little bit. I probably went. I'm going to say on a ten year stretch, mm-hmm. well, I didn't catch one in the last. I'm going to say in the last five or six years, mm-hmm. caught a bunch. Yeah, caught a bunch. I agree with Kevin. I've yep. seen more in the last. Five, six, seven years that yeah. I've seen in twenty-seven of doing this. So, if you guys had to estimate how many how many selfish you each have caught, okay, in your lifetimes in this area, how many ballpark, Kirk? I I don't know, I really don't. I because it's so funny. You'll 20, catch twenty, fifty. I'd say between twenty-five and thirty-five. Okay. Right I, I would say almost identical. Okay, yeah, because you go you go a year not catching yeah. one, and then like last year. Gosh, I had four or five. Yeah, you know. Okay. Yeah, and and I, I totally agree with Kirk. I mean, I had literally, I had a spot uh, four or five years ago that I'm not going to tell you it was a guarantee, but there was, I, I, I mean, for about a two week stretch, 
um, I was catching one or two a day. Huh. And, and I mean, they were there, man. So if you had to, to guess that you've caught. 25, 35. In your life. Yep. Okay. And that's, yep. that's not a lot. No, well, you oh, guys no. are charter captains fishing yeah. a ton of days. I yeah. mean, that, my my point is what that is is that if you catch one, is that the most special yes. fish that you can catch in this area? I, it's I, I, it's I, the coolest thing to yeah, watch. I, it's it's the one fish now that I'm a little nervous about losing big time. Yeah. You know, you know, because what I mean? when you hook them, you listen, you know how you, rare you know, it is. Yeah, you know how rare it is. Yeah. You know, if you lose a cobia, if you lose a tarpon, yeah, there's another fish, one yeah, at you know, some point. But but you know, you don't get very many sailfish shots. And and on a, top a, of that, sailfish put on a show. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. The oh, colors that they just, have just everything. are beautiful. Yeah. yeah. A third of the time they're out of the water. Yeah. Yes. At least. And the funny thing is, I get I don't know about Kevin I'm sure he's going to say the same thing. I get really nervous when they get 20 feet from the boat. Yeah. Because they are unpredictable. They are. They'll go from being calm and all of a sudden they fire up again and they start jumping around. And you got to watch out for that sword. Yep. That, so that thing will hurt you. How many have you caught on the beach? Uh, a handful. Yeah. I mean, not a lot. Most of them have been out, you know. I think I've caught, I've caught five. Nine or ten. While 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 kingfishing on the beach, we say and nine usually, or ten. What they, most of them you've caught have been nine or ten miles offshore. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. The, the ones that you catch on the beach are down in the sand hills. At least that's been my experience. Yeah, I mean, I've caught them. I've caught them off Matanzas. Um, I've caught them off the captain's house. I've caught them off the gate station, and 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 I, I've caught, I've caught two chum fishing. Come is, up is there in, any, in a chum line? You ought to see that. Is there anything in common when you've caught them on a beach like that? Uh, as far as like the conditions, these are the waters. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 um it's it's a spinoff. Yeah, usually from it's the Gulf, Gulf Stream okay. looking yeah, water. Yeah, yeah, it's got a beautiful be, water. If you got real pretty water, if you've got yeah. beautiful water on the beach, you'll you'll cut yourself. You'll find the beach. them. Yeah, that's where you find uh, them. That's really cobalt blue water. Yep. Yep. Interesting. All right, uh, let's take a break. Uh, we come back. We're going to do a Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Ring Power and a Cat Rental Store has the youngest fleet in the industry and the most dependable fleet. You've got a job site or business and you need equipment, go to ringpower.com to learn more. This week's tip uh, comes uh, at kind of an interesting time here yeah. because it's that time of year where we talked last week about the... Uh, the, the, the poults. Well, the poults that were being protected by the turkey that mm-hmm. I encountered. And then the deer are starting to drop fawns here. Mm-hmm. And so mowing is not something that uh, you just want to do aimlessly right, right now. Right, exactly. No, you don't. I mean, there's there's a, there's a lot of birds that nest on the ground. Um, and, and obviously, you know, fawns are taught to not move mm-hmm. you know that's until their mom comes back and gets them wherever she left them and so you can easily mow a fawn obviously tear up nest um it, it's it it you know just like for for us jeff uh, like today i'm going up to georgia and i know my yard's going to need mowed stuff like that that's, that's fine but 
you know, like mowing fifth rows fields. and fields and fields stuff and like in the that. woods. You got to be careful. Yeah, you get you just have to be careful this time of year. Well, uh, there's uh, there's poults that are out, the young turkeys, and then uh, the the deer or the fawns are going to be born here soon, and so you don't want to run the risk of it. quail and quail or yep. their breeding season is yep. right now. Yep, and uh, so you just you give it a break. Yeah, give it for a break. Little while. Yep, you know, and just mow just the essential stuff, the yard, and mm-hmm. don't worry about mowing in the woods. Just give it a break. Sure, the fields, give it a break. You know, it'll all, and I ain't going anywhere. No, that's right. <laughs> no, it is, it's not going anywhere, but it, it, this is the time. You know, that's the reason that, that, you, that you grow a lot of this stuff. Um, you know, it's the reason you and I, we, we burn and things like that is, is, is so that the animals can use it. I mean, I, I know for a fact that I've got uh, turkey hens nesting um, in, in my burn from, from last year. You know, I mean, it's it's a perfect nesting place. It'd be a great place to go mow and look pretty too. But right now, this no, it's not it's not the time of year to mow. Well, and uh, I was kind of surprised when uh, when I went for that little bike ride in Guana mm-hmm. that they were they had uh, a skid steer, a mm-hmm. caterpillar from Ring Power skid steer. I guess it was from Ring Power, and, and it had a, a mower deck on the front, and they're mowing. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of surprised to see that. I mean, that's. Yeah, there's there's, there's there's fawns all over the place yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, wow. I said, boy, that's not really the time I'd be mowing. Right. But that's not my decision there. E- exactly. So, but uh, yeah, I was kind of surprised to see that because of what we're talking yep. about now is that you Agreed. have the poults and the and the fawns and everything that are on the ground. But uh, nonetheless, uh, just be careful, folks. Uh, you know, put off mowing for a little while. Yep. Yeah, because the the fawns are dropping, the poults are out, and the quail are. This is their time of year, and then that's the ones that probably can be impacted the most. I mean, because there's just not a lot of quail anymore. No, there isn't. <laughs> no, you gotta you gotta protect those dudes. So there's your ring power tip of the week. All right, so uh, this week is typically the last week of the year that I might try to turkey hunt. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's about over. Yes. Are you going to try to go? I am. Okay, I, am. I was going to say. I, I, you know, this was this was um, uh, my last, uh, like like on the calendar. You know what I mean? Take a couple of days off to go turkey hunting. Plus, we're moving stuff still. You know, so this is this is our last weekend. And yeah, I'm going to go sit. Yeah, but I, I mean, I'm going to go sit in my typical spot and listen, and and make a move from there because you know I've been up there for two weeks. So who knows? What, what's going on right you know but but yeah hell yeah I'm, I'm going to the woods kirk has anybody been up at your place yeah brad went up a day before yesterday and, and said they were going off no really kidding. yep that's awesome he said he had six birds going at once wow he said uh, it was uh one of them had a couple hands with it he could actually see the bird coming in he said he would not wouldn't come any closer than 70 yards oh. he said but he had him going for a couple of hours Brutal. Yeah. So he's formulating an attack. He's going to make one one more attack <laughs> one, one at it effort. Monday or Tuesday. I know. I know. Captain Chip Wingo and Captain Corey Sparks were up at their place, which is my place basically. Mm-hmm. And um, they said one morning it was like amazing, and the next morning it was crickets. You know, nothing. nothing. So they they never did have the opportunity to to kill a bird, but they they did say that uh, there was a couple mornings when it was just awesome. So we'll, we'll we'll go see. As long now, as- I would imagine that even up there in Georgia, there's some of the poults that are already out. Oh, oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. So, 
I would uh, would not surprise me one. Yeah, bit. I've got I've got cameras out, you know, and I've got cameras out to look for turkeys. I, I, you know, I, so. I, when you when you pull your pictures, yep. let me know what you find because I'm I'd love to know. Okay, and I you know I don't know when you say you're putting your cameras out for turkeys, where where are you putting them at? Um, where I've been seeing hens. Okay, you know food plots. Okay, so you could have a pretty good chance of getting a picture of a. a Mama with some poles. That's my goal. Yeah, yeah. That's that. where my move. Um, I, I, I've literally got um, a hen that, that that's staying around the house. I see her in the yard all the time, and I know she's she's nesting real close. So I have I have yeah. I have one in the yard. Um, so yeah, because she'll she'll come out there with them. Um, so yeah, I, I've got I've got cameras out just to look for poles. Because because I'll, I'll be honest with you, Jeff. I last year. Um, I, I did. I, I. I mean, I had some pictures of Pults, but nothing like I really wanted to see. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking, you know, three or four Pults with a hen at a time, and I'm, I mean, that's just not a very big clutch, you know. Yeah. So I, I really, and and my my turkey population where I'm at is not good. Yeah. You know, nothing compared to you know six seven years ago. I mean, you know, we we had flocks. I mean, giant flocks of yeah. turkeys, and we don't we don't, don't have that. We, we just don't. Interesting. Yeah. What could it be? Anyway, Art, uh, let's go to the phone lines and bring up Lester this morning. Lester. Morning, Lester. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The intro. Morning. How you doing, fellas? Morning. 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 Everybody have Everybody getting breakfast in them. Yeah. Hey, Lester, um, are you kingfishing at all this year? Yeah. Okay, you gonna fish old school? Uh, absolutely. Okay. Third year running. Yes, sir. Okay. Maybe uh maybe uh go back to that first year and happen on the right day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were not in the right spot last year. They caught, no, they we, caught all, all the no. fish in the chum hole last year. They sure did. Yeah, it, it was a mess. Yep. Uh, but uh uh Lester, crap. you just waking up? You sound a little groggy no. this morning. <clears throat> I I've been up for a few minutes. Few minutes. Out here fixing the water to plant. Yeah, I've been up about forty-five minutes listening to the show. But uh, would you say four or five? Forty-five. Oh, sounds like four or five. Now. Yeah, who knows? Uh, <laughs> but uh, Jeff, I, you and uh, you and the double T like to uh, look for sharks' teeth, and uh, Marsh and I are doing this today. Have you? Uh, have y'all been to to Fernandina? I have never been to Fernandina. Look. Look for sharks. Man, too. Jeff, let me tell you, as far as far as, you know, artifacts more than just the uh, uh fossils, you know, more than just the shark's teeth, man, you get the the uh, horse teeth, uh whale bone uh, you know, whale teeth, uh nice uh, you know, and you're liable to find a uh, treasure of a lifetime, you know, like finding an arrowhead, man, finding a big mastodon tooth or a or a uh megalodon. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it does happen. You know, it's that's it's cool. amazing, man. It's so much fun, Jeff. Y'all, y'all really enjoy it. Just go right there to the park. I've and always I, wanted to find, you know, this giant mm-hmm. shark's tooth that is the size of a you know quarter <laughs> or a half dollar. Something. I mean, that's oh my gosh, I got. Have you I, ever, man, guys I, ever I, found one? Oh, I got tons of them. Do you really? Um, dude, yeah. I, got, I got some beautiful. Where'd you find them at? Um, I, I I was avid about. Shark's tooth hunting in, in, in Palm Beach. On the beach? Yeah. Huh. I, I got to take a picture of them. I and, will. Uh, I and, got some beautiful shark's teeth. I mean, that would be a great yeah. uh, picture to share There's on so Facebook much, or Instagram. Yeah. yeah. There's so much sand, you know, 
so much has been pumped where where Kevin's talking about from when he was a, a boy. Uh, Matt, they I mean they are found in Fernandina. I I found them in Fernandina, uh, and uh, it's just amazing the uh, the bone that you find find. Uh, it's just it's just awesome, Jeff. Y'all y'all will really enjoy it. Uh, that's what we're gonna do today. Uh, it's a good day to do it. Yeah, it is. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, but hey, did y'all? I sent, I sent the picture of uh, T Bone's boy with the toy chainsaw. You see that? Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> that boy is a mess, man. I mean, he he's all boy. He said, "Daddy, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you a faster way to clean a fish." <laughs> he called a fish a fish. <laughs> he, shot, he shot out, man. But uh, y'all have a uh, great weekend. Yeah, buddy. You too, Lester. And, uh, and I'm going to uh, try and water these plants. All right. You water those plants, buddy. <laughs> Take care of them. See you. See you. It's a cool picture. <laughs> now, Lester sounds a little, you yeah. know, like he's trying to wake coffee. up. Yep. Need yep. some coffee. Need, need some, yeah, need get some, some coffee. coffee, Lester. All right. Let's yep. take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. And if you'd like to join us this morning, 904-641-1010. So a uh, guy over at Consignment uh-huh. Boat Sales. Kind of cool boat I know boat. a guy. I know a guy. <laughs> yeah, we know a guy that uh, can hook you up. He's got a Panga on steroids powered by a Mercury 350 Verado. Listen Woo! to this now. Okay, upper helm station, full electronics, power pole, jack plate, tandem axle trailer. Okay, and again, it's a Panga with a Mercury 350 Verado. Okay, and all of those options with the with the really nice tandem axle trailer asking 147k. Wow. Okay, you can check it out on jacksboating.com or you can stop by consignment boat sales out at Mayport and talk to guy directly or you can give him a call at 904-249-6225 and if you've got a boat to sell, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I got a guy. You got a guy. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh before we go to the phone lines, just a, a, a huge thanks to Fish Bites Trading Post. Yeah, last last weekend for hosting us sounded fun. It did. It yeah. was it was it was fun, man. We had a lot of people show up. And that they was had, a they, neat place. It was it, it was a very cool place. Good people. Um, yeah, great place to do a remote under that big old oak tree. Yeah, that yeah, was nice. It was. Yeah. It was. Well, I'll I'll have to adjust a little bit next time for the sunrise. I yeah, would like yeah, to, the location uh, of the table. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, I would like yeah. to hit that restaurant next door though. That looked pretty good. We're gonna go there. Yeah, yeah we need to do that. That'll go, go, go to Moe's. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, then uh, we'll definitely hit it. And here, here's the other thing: I'm gonna bring some cat food. Yes, yes. Uh, For what's the what's, what's the cat's I, name? I can't remember. Nibbles? No, 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 no. It's like Growler. Or growler. That's growler. 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 Good job. How do you get nibbles growler. out of I just growler. sounded yeah. like a cat. <laughs> nibbles. <laughs> he was looking at me Here like he nibbles. wanted to nibble you were, on. You are not a cat guy. I'm Here not nibbles. A cat. Nibbles. <laughs> nibbles and bits. <laughs> New cat food, folks. They're going to go from dog to cat food production. Nibbles and When you feed nibbles, do you wear those tight pants? (laughs) Yeah, my yoga pants. Yeah, Yeah. man. Stay away from the hot sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Nibbles and bits. New cat food. (laughs) Good gosh. Nibbles, you smell like skin so soft. (laughs) 
<laughs> Nibbles. <laughs> Look, somebody out there has a cat named Nibbles, and they're listening to us. We're yeah, like, they're not going to Yeah, we're going to hate mail. It's coming. Hate mail's coming. That's all right. It wouldn't be the first time. No. You know what, cats? Nibbles. That cat was something else, though. The cat would just stand there for a minute. Next thing you know, you spaz. It just spaz out and run <laughs> through the totally, shop. Totally spaz <laughs> like, out. That was, that the cat was he was on some nip, man. Hey, uh, there's no doubt. By by the way, <laughs> going to uh, uh-huh. going back to the ring power cat tip of the week. Yes, uh, the, about, about the mowing thing on our on our post on Facebook and Instagram. And folks, if you don't follow our Facebook and Instagram, please do. Yep. And you got to check out the picture that we have. Oh, that's yeah. up with uh, with the Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. And uh, this photo comes courtesy of the Gillis Farm, which is uh, my neighbor up in Georgia. And this, that, the picture is Mr. Emmett Gillis, who is uh, 94 years old. And he is, I mean, the salt of the earth, mm. one of the greatest men I've ever known. That's cool stuff. And, uh, man, I just uh, – he just – Loves and he has taught me so much over the years as far as just things with equipment and farming and how to fix things. I mean, and, and the amount of knowledge that some of our our the people that you that had to do things because it's the only way that they would survive out of, out of necessity, yeah. out of necessity. Yes, yeah. you know, farmers. I mean, they look. They got to learn how to become an electrician yeah. and a mechanic and a mm-hmm. and a plantologist or I mean, yep. all these different things that they, the, all the different shirts and things that they have to wear to be able to do that. And, and it's just a great picture of them. And, uh, and I love them. And, and I uh, just wanted to share that thought with everybody because, uh, and I know a lot of people have somebody like that. Sure that's very do. special to them. Yep. Hey, to think he's 94 and getting on a mower yeah. to go mow the roads. Well, if you, if you look at the, he's mowing, if you look at the mower, you know, he doesn't get around like he used to. And that is an old mower. And if you look at the, so you see the little grab rail mm-hmm. that he custom made that. I mean, he, he makes everything. Right. I mean, he, if, if he, he literally, he, so the, to finish on the handrail, he, he custom built this handrail so that he has something to grab a hold of to get to, on to and get off in, his mower. To get into the mower, yeah. Now, his tractor, which is behind him, he actually built a winch lift so that he can stand at the bottom of the tractor and then he stands on this thing, and he's got a handle, and then he's got a couple things for his feet to stand on, and it's a little mini uh, lift. So he touches a button like a winch, and it pulls him up to get to the level to get into the cab of his tractor. And he built all of this right. stuff from scratch. Right. I mean, it's Amazing. impressive. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's impressive. And uh, so I wanted to share that thought, and then... Uh, the welcome to the Nimic family of dealerships post. That was a picture that uh, the Tara and I took when we were getting ready to go out in the Guana this past weekend. Had a had a wonderful time, and we didn't catch a lot of fish, but uh, we had a great time, a beautiful day. And uh, that's uh, mine and her kayaks, and we we really love the kayaks. And then going back to yesterday's post, Captain Kirk is like a model. Yeah, oh, come on. I mean, I mean, I, Chris, no. did you see the pictures? Yeah. I mean, look. Uh, I'm just, I'm stupefied at how beautiful this man is. The the, the picture of the the cast net, he's kind of got like the the muscles in the back all stretched out. Yeah, the sunlight and then the the lighting. You forgot the new haircut. You got the the Magellan shirt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I'm surprised that Magellan hasn't reached out yet. I am too. For the new catalog. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. 
this totally looks like it does a photo shoot for Magellan. Mm-hmm. Mm. Seriously, they you could put that picture right there mm. in the catalog for Magellan. Well, the so, guy that takes these pictures, he's a professional photographer, and I take them fishing once a year. You can tell that he's a professional photographer. Yeah. I'm not being funny. I'm no, being he is. serious. Yeah. I mean, everything he does, he brings these if cameras Captain on the Kirk boat. Captain Kirk be made to look like a model? That's a, uh, yeah. That's you, a well, you could tell he's a professional because there hey. aren't any pictures of his face. When he when he brings, <laughs> yeah, you, that's, that's right, Chris. That's right. There you go, Chris. Only a mother would love. You know, I didn't think you know, about that now sauce. that I look. <laughs> there's, there's, Do you there's, see his face in you, any you, of those you pictures? You, first off, you wouldn't know what's Captain Kirk. Nibbles and bits. <laughs> Nibbles and bits, people. <laughs> the only picture of his face, and it's uh, three guys standing about, it looks like 20 yards away. Half uh-huh. a mile away. And they're away. in a shadow. <laughs> yeah. Barely yeah. tell Kirk has a head. Yeah, you can always tell with the pictures I take and then the ones that Jerry takes. But uh, The pictures are great, though. He does a great job. He brings these cameras that are so expensive when they're in the boat. I'm always like, dude, you need to put those away. It freaks me out because they're expensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got the big photo. What was it? The 50-millimeter uh, lenses, mm-hmm. whatever he's doing. Yeah. I mean, he did one. I don't know if you all remember a couple of years ago. He did a kingfish video and put the camera under the water. <laughs> you know, we were down yeah, at a special cool. spot, which mm-hmm. ain't special anymore. Right. Because the whole world knows about it. But <laughs> so happy but, about that. Yeah, we're so happy about yeah. that. But we had it for ourselves for a long time. But anyway, he would take the camera and put it on a boom and put it under the water and take pictures of the kings taking baits right next to the boat. It was pretty incredible. That's cool <laughs> stuff. And then he puts music to it and all. Yeah. That guy's really good at what he does. All right, and you go back. Uh, interesting, the days of the, the Tara took the pictures of the kayaks that we went. That was a Sunday. Yeah. And we went for a Sunday afternoon little relaxation kind of tour, I guess you could say, in Iguana. And then Sunday evening, we head down to the restaurant Palm Valley Outdoors. Mm-hmm. And while we were on the way there, I said, you know, I said, hey, Kevin was talking about the north entrance to Iguana. And so mm-hmm. we went down that road, Roscoe, and uh, there's a, a truck and a guy that's got a cast net in his hand. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. He's catching some bait there in that ditch, you know. And, so we go down to the park entrance and pull in there, check it out, turn around and come back. And, and Tara's like, well, let's see what he's catching. So we stopped the truck and rolled down the window and said, hey, Tara, does, what, what are you catching? And he turns around and he starts talking. And I went. Sounds just like I know Larry. This, I know this guy. <laughs> yeah. Small and, world. Yep. And I'm going, it's, Larry. it's not Larry. Looks like Larry. And I said, hey, what's your name? And he goes, Don Minyard. I said, Don, Jeff Lagerman. So anyway, you know, I hadn't seen Don in years, Larry's yeah, brother. Great, well, he's a great guy. I, I love Don. And, uh, and he's catching bait because he's going fishing in his kayak the next day. And so he was down there trying to find some bait and got to talking with him and everything. <laughs> and it was awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. That's right. He caught some nice fish. He caught some really nice fish. Oh, he's a hell of a really good fisherman nice now. Fish. And, uh, and I happened to have an outdoor show hat. I only had one camo hat left and it was in the truck. And I said, man, you need a hat and gave him the hat. And, and he goes out the next day with his bait and the hat and has a great day and end up catching a stringer of fish and sent, sent me a video. <laughs> if you ever have the opportunity. And I, I, I think some of the funnest trips hunting I ever had was having him oh and gosh. Larry Minyard oh, in the, in the same hunt camp for days on end. I remember we go up to his, <laughs> 
cousin's Prices. place in Kentucky. Yeah. And we would freaking, they would crack me up every night. Me and his cousin would just laugh. Oh, yeah. We'd have dinner and sit around in the living room and talk. And Larry and Don would banter back and forth. And Larry's pet name for Don is Dangerous. <laughs> dangerous, well, dangerous Don. Well, he uh, he had a heck of a day. I mean, catching the bait and then uh, and then catching the fish. So uh, great to see him. And then yeah. and then the other post wanted to mention uh, Chad from the Bearded Pig had a trip out west of Montana. Did you guys see the pictures? Yes, yeah, so I did. Yeah. These aren't professional pictures right. now. These are just pictures taken from a cell phone. Did you see how blue the sky is? Yeah. It's it's, it's, it, is pretty, it's yeah. tremendous. Yeah. So Chad goes out there and he, they out there with a guide and and you could check out the pictures folks and it's just a, I mean the beautiful and it's cold. Yeah, oh yeah, it's Sounds cold. like it's in the 20s well, or 30s or whatever. Freaking snow on the ground. Yeah. Like feet of snow. They caught I think he said they caught something like 50 or more Arctic grayling. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, what a day. How cool is that? What a day. So, check those pictures out of Chad from the Bearded Pig Barbecue fishing in Montana. It's uh, a tremendous thing to check out. That's why uh, we love uh, sharing all this stuff with our Facebook and Instagram. And uh, give us a follow when you get a chance. All right, let's take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to uh, Boone Docker. Uh, he's got a shrimp question. And we'll see what that question is right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. At uh, Higgin Coastal Outfitters, they have Hobie now, which we've talked about, uh, which is a tremendous kayak. I mean, having the option of that in the, in the old towns, I mean, wow, two top-of-the-line products. And now they're carrying uh, the trailer that can carry them, which uh, I think trailers are always a little – everybody wants to have certain features of a trailer. Well, with a kayak trailer – Sometimes you don't have the space, and so you want to have an efficiency. Well, they have these Yakima, Y-A-K-I-M-A. Did I pronounce that right, Gordon? <laughs> Yakima Easy Rider Trailer. Oh, I think boy. That, that is right. Okay, and uh, this Easy Rider Trailer has multiple levels, so you can actually get like a three, four kayaks on this thing. And it's the like cool, stackable? Yeah, well, yeah, it's got uh, it's got different levels. Sweet. And uh, then the bonus thing is a lot of times people don't have or don't want to have the tongue length on a trailer. Well, these trailers are unique in that they have you can pull the the uh, the front part of the trailer off so that it can fit into your garage. So interesting and it's a cool concept mm-hmm. so if you're looking for an easy easier way to carry your kayaks or multiple kayaks go by Hagen coastal outfitters and they have the yakima easy rider trailer to do that all right uh back here on the nimnik chevrolet outdoor show let's go to the phone lines if you'd like to join in 904-641-1010 and let's talk to boondocker morning boondocker good morning Morning. Yeah, yeah. I I called you a few years back. Uh, back when you had the uh, that uh, you know all that life stuff, you know, and you had a contest about with uh, calling turkeys. Yeah, that was was a long time ago. That's with Fred Stokes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, first of all, I was just wondering. I thought I heard in the background that guy that uh, said that man. It made me laugh myself silly, but. He said somebody, uh, this couple came home, and there was flies everywhere, right? Yeah. You remember? You remember that? No. Oh yeah, man. But he uh, he comes home and he says, uh, 
oh, golly, look at all these flies. Uh, I don't know where they're coming from. They said, I can't stand it. And the wife says, well, I'm calling the exterminator. And uh, so, oh, man, he's back there saying, oh, God, he's swatting flies. And he, said, I, I, he said, I can't stand it no longer. I'm going to kill some of them. And uh, so he said, I got some. And the wife comes back in there, and she, he, he said, yeah, I got some. She said, I got, I got six of them. I said, duh. Well, she said, well, where, where are they? I said, well, well, four of them was on the beer can, and the other, one was, the other two was on the phone. Right. They were males and females. <laughs> yeah. That was, <laughs> missed that little part of the little joke. But, gun, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, bless your heart, well, Boondocker. Well, yeah. But, she, but she, she, she was wondering, well, why in the world? So how do you know what sex it was? Was his well? I, like I told you, there's four on the beer can, two on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, that's good stuff right, right there. So, so, Boondocker, you got a shrimp question? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Is that guy on your phone? Is he on your show today that said that? The shrimp guy? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but you do remember the fellow, yes, right? Yes, sir. His yeah. name was Top Gun. Yeah, it's Top Gun. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah that was my next question. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. Well, thanks. Yes, hey, sir. Hey, uh, about, about the shrimp, I was wondering, because I had experience one time, and I don't remember what type of the, what part of the year it was. Okay. And a butt. All right. Well, I had a, you've probably been out there all the time yourself, but. There was this one time I had a 14-footer back in this creek, and I was the only crisscross from the water flow with my boat, and I was fishing three points. You might be familiar with it, but, man, there was a commotion coming around that bend. Reds just chasing shrimp like crazy. Right. Well, what happened is was, uh, well, by on the stern, my boat was on each side of the daggone outflow you know so uh, i was facing them coming sideways on the boat and they those reds were so big they couldn't uh go around either the stern or the bow so they had to man they went through the mud up under my boat getting out of my boat was actually rocking and shrimp was jumping in the boat i actually had shrimp getting away jumping in my boat but back there i was wondering do you know when actually the shrimp start hatching? Oh, uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So I don't know when shrimp start hatching. Jeff, do you know uh, when shrimp? I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, but that's be a great question for Doctor Quinway. Thank you, Boondocker. Yes. Thanks, buddy. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, see if I pose. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I was lost there for a minute. I'm sorry. <laughs> For a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so what was the question? I, all I know I think is that Boondocker has a brother. His name is Charlie. <laughs> and then I think, well, <laughs> I think I think he was trying to ask the question, if when do shrimp spawn? When does shrimp, does shrimp it hatch? Spawn, when they hatch. Spawn, yeah, when hatch. Spawn. I, I don't know that answer. Okay. I, I would think it's in the spring. I will tell you this. 
and that I remember very distinctly. This is a serious answer for Boondocker. Mm-hmm. Okay. We had Dr. Quentin White on here, and we asked him a lot of questions about shrimp. Yes, a lot. And I'll, I'll never forget what he said about shrimp. He said, it's amazing how little we know about shrimp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the one thing he said, you know, the, the information that we have, he goes, we, you can't, it's hard to study them. Mm-hmm. You're not putting radio tracking devices on them or whatever. And so he says it's one of the one of the things that he goes that we don't know a whole lot about other than the old timers. Quit. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh... Can we take a break? Yes, please. We, we might have, have to. Yeah. Let's take a break. 904-641. Whatever the number is. 1010 right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for Kirby Co. Builders Cooking Tip of the Week. Kirby Co. Builders is an industry leader and proven provider of framing, drywall, interior, and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential products. Take a look at some of the work that they've done. Go to kirbycobuilders.com. Beautiful work. Beautiful work. All right, this week's tip, I love potato chips. Yeah? Okay. Oh, man. But I love good potato chips, and we've mentioned this before. Yep. And I want to get your feedback, okay? The perfect complement to any Angie subs is French fries, obviously. But if you don't want French fries and you go got to go to the potato chip route, I love voodoo chips. I mean, I think they're the, they're the heard best. Of they're the best potato chip on the planet. Yeah, now what is that? I know it's some New Orleans thing. What does that mean? It's just their. What's their? What's their the flavor? Private label. Yeah, I mean, because if I saw voodoo chips, I, I would think of something that's like really hot, or you know, just yeah. you know, so you know what I mean? They're yeah. not. They're not. So what's the I'm flavoring you, like? Ed's God, got the largest assortment of potato chips in any sandwich shop I've ever seen. And here's the crazy thing: mm-hmm. you can't. I mean, voodoo chips. Like, if you go to a grocery right, store, what, I hope somebody can tell me where you can get them at, but I, I don't see them. You can't. I in the I grocery store. Yeah. But they are in to describe what flavor they are. So really, literally, seriously, you have to go to Angie Subs to get a voodoo chip. No, I mean, oh. I, I mean, you can, yeah, you can go there because Ed has them. Okay, and then if you want to try to get them somewhere else, I mean, try to find them somewhere else. I'd love to know if, if can you get them in a big bag? Right. Does Amazon have them? I don't oh, know, no. but okay. I love okay. the chips. Okay, can and, you are are they the kind of chips that you could like house a big bag? Oh my god. Okay, I didn't know if you could. So you it, know, because some it's like you eat. You know, right. a is, dozen of them, and you're like, okay. Is that's this enough. like a no plain potato chip? It's a it's a it's a regular potato okay. chip, but then it has a, a unique flavor. And Kirk, I th- it's almost a little bit of um, uh, vinegary. Yeah, and then it's got a sweetness to it. It's it's like a sweet vinegar flavor. They're packaged and cooked in Gramercy, Louisiana, mm. and they're kettle cooked in peanut oil. Oh, they're kettle cooked. Okay, yeah. They Love have the cooking. spicy yeah, Cajun crawtator. Pardon me. Yep, spicy Cajun crawtator is one brand, uh, one uh, flavor. The old crawtator. Yep, crawtator, and you got sour cream and Creole onion. Mm. Then you got the Cajun dill gator taters. No, you want gator. the ones you want gator. are the New Orleans kettle voodoo. style, the yep. voodoo, the voodoo chips. Those things are so good, mm. and if if somebody else. Thinks that there's a better brand, feel free yep. to post mm-hmm. 
on uh, our Facebook or Instagram page that, well, of another potato chip that you think is better, but I think that that's one of the best potato chips that there is. Ethan, Ethan Bright just posted on our Facebook page. He said you could get them at the um, Winn-Dixie on Old St. Augustine. Okay. Uh-huh. Hey, and then I've noticed, I just looked it up, and you can get them at Walmart, too. Be- be- before, before big, the big we, bags? Yeah, that's what it says. Oh. Before we forget, um, a huge thanks to Harold. Mm-hmm. Last weekend for for the the yep. the, the sauces the yeah, mustard the, the the strawberry jam mm-hmm. that was really cool of him to very nice to to, to give us some stuff and um, yeah, I, I, nice. I, I used the hot sauce this weekend it was absolutely outstanding I want to do the it was a um, daddle jam I guess or pepper jam something of that nature yeah and that's, I wanted to try yeah. that on a sausage biscuit yes exactly it so. was good I put it on a turkey sandwich this week really sliced turkey sandwich <laughs> you put jam on a turkey sandwich pepper really? jam it was delicious it, really? that go. nice it was very like good cranberry sausage yep. right yep it yeah. was very good yeah thanks that's Harold. not totally crazy yeah no. Harold that was really nice of you too it, it, it was, was very generous it was and then and then John brought us. The glorious Lauren muffins. Muffins. Wow. Those were delicious. <laughs> I cacked that right now. Yeah. The uh, world famous Oasis Deccan restaurant. Thank yeah. you so much for that. That was really good. Yeah, that was that was a, that was a surprise. Yeah, that was a great yeah. surprise. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, let's do an updated weather updated tides weather report brought to you by the Bearded Pig, the best barbecue in Jacksonville. Got two locations: Jack's Beach, right there on A one A, and yeah. then the other one is in San Marco. Kings Avenue. Can't miss it. Uh, two great locations and a great place to take the kids. Like I was saying earlier, they got the little outdoor seating with the chalk they can draw on the sides of the fences and stuff. And it's a cool place to let the kids kind of have a little room to stretch their legs while, while you have a nice little family dinner. Uh, the forecast for today is southeast winds 10 to 15 knots, 3 to 5 feet. Mm. No chance of rain, according to this. Mm-hmm. Okay, tomorrow, southeast winds, 10 to 15, 3 to 4 feet. Chance of uh, Slight chance of showers and thunderstorms tomorrow afternoon. Monday, south winds, 10 to 15 knots, 3 to 4 feet. Slight chance of showers in the afternoon on Monday. Tuesday is south winds, 5 to 10 knots, becoming southeast, 10 to 15 in the afternoon, 2 to 3 feet. And then Wednesday, south winds, 5 to 10 knots, 2 to 3 feet. Tide support brought to you by Angie Subs, the home of the best subs, the best French fries, and voodoo chips. All at Angie Subs right there at the corner of Beach and Penman. The tides at Mayport, 915, which was about 30 minutes ago, was a high tide at the Mayport Bar Pilot Dock. That's a that was a 4.53. And then 255 this afternoon is a low tide, and that's a negative 0.16. At your Tides Report, brought to you each and every week by Angie Subs. And yes, I did not forget the Tides Report <laughs> itself. Good for you. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Mm-hmm. I mean, excellent. What do you got here, Kirk? I don't know. I just found it sitting here on the desk, on the oh, gosh. publishing desk. I, I don't know what it is. Somebody's got a major lip problem. Somebody's got a lip <laughs> <laughs> Don't. It's not me. That's for sure. Oh my goodness. So, um, are you getting back to the woods? Well, I'm tagged out, so I might. I mean, if I go, I'm just going to listen. Okay. Um, you know, because here's the one thing I do still enjoy doing is to uh, video. Yeah, I love getting video. Yeah, yeah. So I might, I might go listen and maybe try to get some video. But you are going to the woods. Take my mouth call. Yeah, I'm yeah, going. Okay, go. cool, Kirk. 
Do a little I, work. I'll, I might try to get one more time. Okay. And we're heading out of town here. Got to paint your crutches yeah, camo. Where, where, where are you going? So we're going to Tampa That's to see right. our granddaughter who's mm-hmm. playing soccer for USF. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go there and spend two days with her. And then we're headed to uh, Boca Grande. We've got a condo for five days. And we're going to meet our son over there. And Sweet. Hang nice. out and do a little fishing over there. That's going to be nice. That yeah, really be fun, yep. man. Yep. He's got a couple trips planned. So the the one thing I love, you know, we we take a trip in the in the summer, and go down to Sanibel, Captiva, Matt Lachey. Mm-hmm. Last year we added to that the Matt Lachey part of it. I you know catching snook mm-hmm. is something else. I know, man. Fishing those mangroves yeah. is just a different world. It is. Man. It's just it's cool. different. Yeah, it's I mean, totally I'm, I'm, different. I'm telling you right now, guys, we're going to be fishing those mangroves here. You, you, you might be you, right. You, you, I, you ought to see them. From from the peninsula that goes from from Guana River, go north mm-hmm. all the way around to Shell Bluff. Now that's all that's all mangroves. Really, it's mm-hmm. it, it, there is going to be a fishery there in the next five years that you're going to be able to catch baits, some kind of baits, like you know, like in the valley, all of those little pogies and stuff. Right, and you're going to be able to go and fish underneath those mangroves just like they do down south and catch mm-hmm. snook. There's not not a doubt in my mind. That would be cool. It, it would be. I mean, because I, I you know, uh, Leon's, they're, they're killing them in the valley. They're killing what? Snook. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's it's very consistent right now. I mean, I know guys that are getting up in, mm. at O Dark Thirty, and that that first hour of daylight, they're throwing topwater plugs and they're catching the heck out of them. The guys that that are fishing the lights um, down in Saint Augustine. I talked to them this week. They've been they they're catching, wow. them, too. catching them too. Yeah, Bob I mean it's Brown. It, it it's huh. a it's a heck of a population right now. Yeah, isn't you that know? crazy? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, think what about what is it, the legal snook, by the way. Twenty eight to thirty two. Twenty eight to thirty two. You got to have a stamp. You got to have a stamp. Got to have a stamp. Yep. Okay. Yep. Got to buy it at the tax collector's office. Mm-hmm. Got to have a snook stamp. Can't yeah. go online and do it. Nope. Got to go to the office and do that. Why would they not make that available to purchase online? Uh, I don't know. You got to go to the tax collector. Yeah, I think he's absolutely correct. I mean, that's yeah, the only place I've ever. Yep. Yeah. So whenever we renew our license each year, we always get a snook stamp. Yeah, if you're going to harvest okay. a tarpon or a snook yeah. or lobster, you got to have a stamp. Yep. Now I've 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 heard that snook is really good. To You've eat. never eaten snook. No. I n- I never have either. I'm just telling you guys right now. I've caught hundreds, you, but you, I've never eaten. You one. would you would you would definitely change your top three. Hmm. It's it is amazing. I don't know. It's Amazing. hard to beat a piece of sheep's head. Dude, I'm just, it's better than sheep's head. Really? Really? Yes. Mm. Easier to clean, too, I reckon. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, way easier <laughs> yeah. to clean. Yeah. It, yeah. it is a big, white, flaky piece of meat. Mm. Okay. Yep. yep. It's. I'm just telling you. At some point in is, time. Now, I know that they have a closure on snook. Mm-hmm. Is it, does that closure still apply yes. even up here? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Statewide. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. and and there's there's certain places in the state that it's not open at all. Yeah, at all. Southwest coast down there where Kyle's at, Fort Myers, Naples, that's all closed you because of all the the issues red tides. they've had. Red yep. tide, red tide mm-hmm. issues. So it's closed down there. Yeah, that's that's a fun fish to catch. I mean, oh, it's, it it's, it's, oh, it's a blast. It's a yeah. bass on steroids. I still love catching those little Goliath groupers underneath those dadgum mangroves. That is so much fun. Oh yeah. I mean, mm. that you talk about a mean fish. Yeah. On a light tackle rod, sun. It doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, man. Well, I, I, I can tell you the, the the when you talk about redfish, bulldog strong, yeah, mm-hmm. snook, yep, super strong but aerial, mm-hmm. right? Shaking their head, 
yeah. jumping. They do it all. Yeah. I mean, that's smallmouth bass. I mean, for me, that was like, okay, it's another Pumpano's step another up one from too, largemouth. Pumpano pull like, you yeah. know what? I don't like eating them myself, but they're real yeah, good to eat. A lot of people it's like It's kind of funny. The, 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 the three of us are not fish knobs, but the, none of us really prefer Pompano. I don't know. I'll know? eat it, but I'm just not. I'm, I'm not yeah. even going to eat it. Yeah, it's not I mean, my I mean, this week, I got two bags of drum and sheep's head. Oh, my. <laughs> I haven't had that in, in, in a long time. Jeff, as usual. The Nimnik Outdoor Show is brought to you by some fine sponsors. Welcome to Moe's. Welcome to Moe's. Southwest Grill in St. Augustine, Steenhatchee River Club, Angie Sub, Strike Zone, Shimano, Whalen Bay Marine, Kirby Co. Builders, Tire Outlet, CNH Marine Construction, Atlantic Coast Marine, Consignment Boat Sales, LV Hires Inc., Hagen Coastal Outfitters and Hagen Ace, Coastal Equipment, Big Pen Heating and Cooling, Claude Nolan Cadillac, The Bearded Pig, Ring Power and a Cat Rental Store, and of course, the Nimnik family of dealerships, Buick and GMC on Phillips Highway, and Chevrolet on Cassett Avenue, the home of the best price guarantee. There you go, folks. Uh, without them and without y'all, there wouldn't be an outdoor show. We appreciate all of y'all. Remember, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. Have a great weekend. See ya. See ya. See ya. And when I land that big one, I'll have my problem to say. Because I'm hooked on.